Good morning, everybody. We're so glad you're starting the day with us here on Undisputed. I'm Jen Hale. Good morning, Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp. How are we today, guys? I'm doing great. About to do a lot better tonight. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Wait a second. The king of L.A. will be on display tonight at 10 Eastern on TNT because Kawhi is back and the Lakers are in big trouble, especially the king. The hurricane? Yeah. The king has not been hurt. If you've been checking him out the last seven games, he's been averaging 30 a game. He's been shooting 53% from three over the last seven games. LeBron is at 28.8% from three. Western Horrible. Conference. Western Conference player of the week was who? Uh, I can't remember. You do do. You do do. It just came yeah. out. Yeah, yeah but so you know, they, they had an asterisk. It's <laughs> for the first three quarters. Yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, well. That's how you win it. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I did see Ty Lue last night. Did you? I did. Okay. Well, then you're in bigger trouble. <laughs> <laughs> It should be a good showdown, absolutely, guys. But we want to start with Dallas right now. The Cowboys' official Twitter account. Woo! Gentlemen, it is garnering some attention, especially yesterday. They tweeted out an article to the Cowboys' loss to the Niners with the caption that reads, Dak Prescott gave away the ball twice in the narrow loss to the 49ers. In a matchup, the Cowboys had a chance to win if they didn't again generate self-inflicted wounds. Sounds very damning. Shannon, what's going on here? What's going on here? I got a huge problem with this. Skip, this is some bull jive. Wait, what? At first, Skip, this is a team official account. Now, at first, I thought they were hacked. I said, somebody hacked this account. And then I looked, and it's still up. So clearly, it wasn't. It hasn't been hacked. This came from an, a, a team official that runs their social media account and thought it was okay to throw Dak Prescott under the bus. Now, Skip, we're very, this is what we do know. Teams are very, very conscious not to throw their superstars under the bus, especially from their team account. Mm. The Lakers, when they lose a game last year, they never put Anthony Davis or LeBron James pitcher up during a loss. Tampa, they lost last week. There was no pitcher. There was a picture of Mike Evans. There was a picture of Todd Bowles. There was no picture of Tom Brady. Teams are very, very, I can assure you, when the Chiefs lose, there's not a picture going up for Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. That's normally the way it goes. Yeah. So basically, you're throwing Dak Prescott under the bus. You're saying the reason we lost this game was because Dak Prescott threw two interceptions. Mm-hmm. You could have easily taken the high road. We turned the ball over. You didn't have to mention Dak's name. We turned the ball over, Skip. I'm waiting for the ratings to come out. I can assure you, how many million people oh. think 35, 40? Let's go conservative. Let's say 40. 40 million people watch this game. If you say we turned the cow, we turned the ball over twice, mm-hmm. everybody that watched the game know who you're talking about. <laughs> I'd say. <laughs> but to throw him under the bus yep. to this level, to this magnitude, Skip, that employee should be fired if he hasn't been already. Mm. I'm surprised, very, very surprised. Because team social media account is very, is very cognizant of what's being put out on that page. Mm-hmm. We've seen times uh, uh, someone has said something from a, 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 an official account, be it Wendy's, be it Chick-fil-A or whatever. You're responsible for that. Yeah. Skip, that's bad. This mm-hmm. is a bad look, Skip. This is really, really, really bad look. I'm just, I'm disappointed. I know Dak played well. I know there are a lot of people I see, Cowboy fans, Busting up their TVs and throwing. Ain't nothing wrong with your TV. It's your team. Mm. That's what you need to throw out. Well, there you go. That's <laughs> the point. Your, t- your TV is just fine. There's nothing wrong with your TV. Yeah. You're going to have to go out and get another one because you busted the one that you had when you were watching the game. 
Let's get this is some bull jive. This is some straight bull jive. This is unacceptable. Mm -hmm. And I don't know who the employee is. Hell, it might be, might be a family member, <laughs> Jerry Jones. But whomever it is, Skip, they probably should lose their job over this situation. Skip, that's some bull jive. Man, you can't do that, Skip. Mm -hmm. that, I mean, at the end of the day, I, I know you're disappointed that you lost. Mm -hmm. But that's still the quarterback of your team. You wouldn't do that, Skip. Forget, you know, Dak Prescott. I don't believe you do that to a lesser tier quarterback. Yeah. You, you're not, that's, not, that's not the way you do business, Skip. I think someone's going to probably lose their job over okay. this. To your point, and as a quick aside, we here in L.A. watch the Lakers on the local telecast, and then it goes to the great James Worthy after the game for commentary. And every night I sit there after they lose, and LeBron's like one for eight from three with six turnovers. And I'm like, well, we'll just at least acknowledge that. <laughs> but they're not going to, to your point, because they're not going to. Right, exactly. Because it is a team telecast. Right. Okay. Luka could have 15 turnovers. <laughs> they're not mentioning no. it for the Mavericks. No, and I watch a lot of those on, yeah, yeah. on the package. Right. Yeah. They're just not going to do it, except here. All right. This website does have a reputation for being, if I dare say, pretty objective after a Cowboy loss. Jerry gives them carte blanche to, to at least be gently, mildly critical and has for years. And even back in my days of covering the Cowboys, trust me on this. He, he did not like a lot of things that I wrote, especially in my books about the Dallas Cowboys. But when he would be asked about it, he would always say something like, and I'm going to just paraphrase the quote, when Skip writes, it's always something significant. So he would give me the break like it, it, it's going to carry some weight. So I'm going to I'm going to be open minded to right. it, even if I don't well, like it. Okay. okay. All right. So that's Jerry's been that's his attitude about publicity, because He's of the school of any publicity is good publicity because they just love publicity. Correct. All right. So back to this. I hear what you're saying. It's pretty shocking. As the NFL norm goes when it comes to these websites that they would go this far. This this is an excerpt, a couple of lines from from a, a bigger story that you can't open off these websites. Right. But but they're teasing the story for you to go to the website right. to, to read right. the rest of the right. story. Right. And it's it's an objective story that also has a lot of good things in it about what happened in the game. All right. I don't know the inner workings there. I used to know them, but it's been a long time since I've been there. So to your point, could a family member or a close family friend be sort of in charge of this? It's possible. possible. OK, I'm going to go one step farther with you. Is it possible that Jerry made it clear after the game that it's now open season on Dak? It's possible. Yeah. Because I'm going to quote the great Shannon Sharp here. You've told me again and again. You told me on Friday. The body of work. We're, we're seven years in now, and you keep telling me he is middle of the pack yeah. Dak. Yeah, the sample size. You, you, you give me that sample size. Yes. It was you that gave me the sample size. That is correct. But it's a big, broad sample size. We got yes. lots of got information. We got seven years. We've got, what, six playoff games. Yes. In. Okay. So we, we get all that, and Jerry got it right between the eyes, and he kept saying, using the word sick after the game. Yeah, seven times. I, I think he was heart sick, as, as was I, because I think the gravity of the situation had avalanched on his psyche where he's saying, man, I'm not getting any younger here. No, he's about to be 81, That's I think, next November. That is correct. But can you believe, Skip, not to cut you off, yeah. do you realize the last time Jerry Jones won a Super Bowl? He was in his 50s. He's bypassed his 60s. He's bypassed his 70s. Yeah. Now he's in his 80s, and he's looking at it like, 
I don't know if I'm going to be around in my damn 90s. I know, because I met him when he was 49 years of age, when he had just come from nowhere to buy the Dallas okay. Cowboys. He was 49. He looked like a young, strong bull of a man. He was my age. Yeah. I'm 54. Jay was 54 when he won his first Super Bowl. There you go. And you got a lot of years ahead of him. <laughs> I like to think I and get all of a sudden, Jerry's looking at his mortality, mortality. Right, right in the mirror. He's looking at his mortality. Once upon a time, he used to get kidded about it. He had a little facelift. And now it doesn't look so great anymore because time marches on. <laughs> yeah. And here we are. And here he is. And he's like, God, I'd write any size of check to win another Super Bowl. And I thought I had one here. I thought they had one here. Right. I, I thought this team had the kind of firepower. And, and that's what. That's what is just tearing me apart. I'm still very raw from it, so I'm not in the best place to talk about this because the more I think about what happened at San Francisco, trust me, the worse it gets. Yeah, because, you're ex- Skip, your expectations were here last year, yeah, and, and now they were here this here. year. They- so the greater expectation, the greater the disappointment, and the hurt is after you don't meet said expectations. Okay. My defense, I think you would agree, played well enough yeah. to win the football oh, game. 19 points. Is that 19 points should give you a chance to win yeah. the football game against a rookie quarterback, obviously, in his, what was that, his seventh start. Yes. <sighs> obviously, we got a terrible break with Tony Pollard going down mm-hmm. the second quarter. God bless him. I hope he can rally and fight back quickly. And Obviously, we had a kicker issue, but it didn't really manifest itself through the rest of the game because I kept telling you, he hasn't been missing field goals, only extra points. So you can't use that as an excuse or an out. But I I can can imagine what was going through your mind when that PAT was blocked. You're like, oh, here we go again. Here here we go again. (laughs) But we we navigated it. You did? You did. And and he made the two field goals. So so unfortunately, I'll, I'll say this. The more I looked at the Trevon Diggs dropped interception, it's it's a killer play because yeah. it comes at near the end of the third quarter. It's nine to nine. Right. We went to the fourth quarter, nine to nine. You're right. But it, it's a deflection that hits him right in the hands. He's the best ball hawk in the secondary, former receiver. Yes. Went to Alabama to play receiver. Right. It hits him right in the hands. It hit him fast. It right. came out of nowhere. It was redirected. I get all that, but but if anybody in my secondary, if I could pick somebody to catch that ball, I would yeah. pick Diggs, yeah, right? I agree. And and it hit him so right in the hands, and he just muffed it and fumbled it and, and couldn't come up right. with it. Well, if you hang on, you, you cancel their seven points that they took the lead with, right? Yes. And all of a sudden, the momentum swings wildly back to Dallas because the kid finally made a mistake. Right. And here we come, and there they go. And, and who knows what happens from that mm-hmm. point on. But in the end, you know and I know, it was your first words out of your mouth yesterday, which you punished me with. <laughs> but, but the point is, it just unfortunately came down to rain Dakota Prescott. Yeah. It's number four or bust, and you have to make one play. And he couldn't make one play. No. Seriously, Mm-mm. one play. So just to drive home the gravity of my pain here today and where I'm about to go with this, could we just quickly show everybody, in case somebody missed some of this, I, I think nobody in the known world missed any of this, but let's just bang through these plays quickly just to show. This is the first interception, and that gives them three points. Well, yeah, look how it's That gives be, them three points. be late. Here's the second interception. The second and two at the 18. This cancels out at least three for us, maybe seven. And then here's the throw to CD that he, he, is, so, he is so run by, he is so open that, that that could have been three or seven. And then CD's got a step. And if you get that ball out where he can yeah. run to it, that could be three or seven. And then finally, this is to Gallup. And he's so long. He's gone. Mm-hmm. Open. He might still be running with it. Let's do three or seven. Okay. So he, here's what I did. I, I'm going to do 
of those five plays, I'm going to do – there was a maximum points that could have been scored off those five plays of 24 points. Right. I know I'm going to the max if, okay. if you, you hit the lottery right. on every one of those okay. throws. But a minimum point scored on those uncashed plays was 12 points. Correct. Well, the final score was, as you know, 19 to 12. So, so you give them, that would have been 24 to 19 right, right. there. Right. So th- those are cashable points, and I believe Maher can make those mid-range sort of field goals. Right. My point is it came down to the quarterback. My point is that you and I have gone back and forth, back and forth. Is he good enough to win a Super Bowl? You or, said, yeah. Well, well, I had to because I have no choice <laughs> until this moment right now because the, the flip side of it is, is he just never going to be anything more than middle of the pack Dak who will always tease you into believing he can go farther than he can carry them? Is his ceiling maybe one playoff game a year here and there like every other year? Is yeah. that his ceiling? Well, yes. I think, here's the thing, what I think, Skip. How about we find a way to be in between – where he was Sunday and against Washington, as opposed to where he was against Tampa. Can we get somewhere in between yeah. that? Because the thing is, is that his high is incredibly high. You look at what he did against Tampa. You said a 97 QBR, over 300 yards, three touchdowns. He played a flawless game. And then he comes back. Bruh, we don't need you to replicate that again, but you can't go to the bottom of the sea. No. And, that's, and that is the problem with a lot of quarterbacks. The really great quarterbacks, Skip, they can manage the low. They're not going to always be 325, three touchdowns, yep. but they're able to. They're not going to give you three interceptions, two interceptions, a pick six, or things like that. You have to be able to manage the low. And right now, I don't think Dak has found a way to manage his low because when he steps off the cliff. I agree. So what you're saying is his ceiling is actually an edge of the top 10 quarterback, yes. but his floor yes. is actually a bottom 10 quarterback yes. because when he goes yes. south, he just goes yes. south. Yes. I think Skip Sunday. The 12th best quarterback in the, in, the, in the league wins that game. Okay. I told you, Cooper Rush wins that game just because he plays more clean football, more efficient, capable football where he makes the play when it presents itself. Well, you're not going to get that throw to CD down the sideline because I don't think he got the arm okay. to get it there. I, I think his arm is better than you're giving it credit for. You think for. so? Boy, he threw some big balls at, at New York on Monday Night Football to CD. CD dropped one of them. Skip, that, was a 50, that was like what, a 50 yard okay. that he hit CD with, okay. right? Okay, I, I got it. But my bottom line, my conclusion, my, my devastated conclusion is that, that Dak will always tease you yeah. without ever rewarding your patience in right. that, that this is it. This is who he is. But you've been preaching that from day right. one. I kept trying to make a fourth rounder into the fourth overall pick right. because every once in a while he could give you those. Right. This year he gave you the Bears game. He gave you the Vikings game. He gave you the Eagles right. game. And he gave you at Bucks and at right. Brady game. Right. He gave you four. And he also led the league in interceptions in only 12 games. It's, it's hard to do, yeah, right? Yeah, it is. It's very hard okay? to do. So who is he? He, he's not who we need going forward. So to me, I think Jerry was so distraught after the game because it, he realized Dak Prescott is not the answer. He has defended him to the death. He's saying that turnovers are not in his DNA. And he even said after the game, he tried to make the statement, I really thought we could go places in this tournament with yeah. Dak as our quarterback. Yeah. Well, I think he also realized going home after the game on the flight home, this just this ain't the solution right. here. We need to do something dramatic because the clock is ticking on Jerry Jones. Yes. So to me, I think Dak should be on the trading block. And and the only I've gone back and forth with wow. people about this, but 
we're going to talk about this story a little later. Aaron Rodgers is on the trading block. And I'm telling you right here, right now, if you could do it, maybe I'm playing fantasy football. You want Aaron Rodgers on the Cowboys? I don't, so. I don't Listen, I'm not playing fantasy football here because the deals are pretty similar. Over the next two years, their cap hits are about the same. Aaron's owed about $100 million. Where Dak's cap hits over the next two years is $100 million. He's not worth it. You could also argue back to me that Aaron's not worth it at age 39 and 40. But I will tell you this. Is he not the ultimate cowboy killer? Yeah. He is eight and two lifetime against the Cowboys and two and zero oh in the but playoffs. But then he might kill you once he get there. Okay, kill he you might. From within. Okay, but I, I would <laughs> listen. Just I, I have to do year by year. Okay. If you told me right here, right now, with whatever team I have coming back, probably lose Dan Quinn as the coordinator. If you told me I could have Aaron Rodgers next year or Dak Prescott, I'm going Aaron Rodgers because, as you always tell me, he is a transcendent thrower of the football. He's also a big blame-deflecting, finger-pointing diva. What about come playoff time? You still want him? Okay, listen. Do I want Dak Prescott? No. (laughs) No, I don't. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. At least he won a long-ago, far-away Super Bowl. You remember that? I do. Well, okay. Mike McCarthy, would he love to reunite with Aaron Rodgers? Well, Aaron took would. him for a great ride, he right? Did. Okay. Could could Aaron dredge it back up with a change of scenery? Could he just heave a sigh of relief getting out from under yeah. all the chaos in Green Bay yeah. and say, okay, watch this? Does he want the pressure skip of going to Cowboys I don't know. because he's supposed I don't to be? Now, you, know you do, do. It's a great question. He's the missing piece. I mean, when Peyton Manning went to Denver with all that talent, they said, okay, you're the missing piece. When Tom went to Tampa, they said, you because Bruce Aaron says, hey, we'd have made the playoff if our quarterback didn't turn it over 30-plus times. So now you, you, you does he want that pressure of being the missing piece to take this Cowboy team that you believe is talented enough, with the exception of the quarterback position, all the way home? I, I can't answer for him. I just know what he is and what he is not. And I do believe – that great quarterbacks late in their career sometimes truly benefit from a huge change of scenery where where suddenly you do have some new good pressure. Peyton was forced to go to Denver because he got forced out the back door in Indianapolis. And all of a sudden he says, yeah, I'll do. Well, how about Brady going to Tampa? Oh, he got forced out. And he says, okay, watch this. Well, Aaron should be in the same caliber. He should be in the same echelon of one of those great older quarterbacks who says, okay, Watch this, because Dallas is not untalented. I think we can agree on that. There's a lot of talent left there. And again, can they figure out how to get a little bit better? Maybe. Can Tony Pollard, are they going to re-sign him? Will he bounce back 1,000% off a broken leg? Maybe. He should. Maybe. Right. I mean, but but it's not like an ACL or Achilles injury. No, it's not. But the the, the thing that I want you to get, they say we are what we repeatedly do, therefore it's not a singular act. It's a habit. What has Dak Prescott over the last seven years repeatedly did? Done. You, you, he's turned the ball over. Okay. okay. Yeah. For, for and, and a while, he up. was Fumbelina, and then he became Mr. Interception. And then okay. come playoff time, he's 2-4 and four in his six playoff starts. Yep. So come playoff time, he normally comes up really small. He all, and has there, it, there hadn't been very many playoff games in which he hasn't turned the ball over at least once. That is correct, but he'll give you a blip. He did yes. beat Russell Wilson in a home playoff yes. game, yes. and then he'll do that, and he'll do that, and he'll do that in the last two games against San Francisco. Shannon Sharp. Look at the torment I'm going through for the last 24 hours. I had to watch the 49ers beat us twice and go on to the NFC Championship game with Jimmy G at quarterback and Brock, and Brock Purdy yeah. at quarterback. And I'm, I'm stuck with Dak Prescott? Because Are you kidding? That, so that, that should tell you everything you need to know. 
whichever teams get the better quarterback play, that's normally the team that it makes. It is. It's just hard okay. to it's just hard to overcome that. Okay. Teams, the way the league is set up now, Skip, the way you can throw the football and all the rules, it is just hard. You but pack your defense, you bring your run game, but at some point in time, they're gonna force that guy to throw the football. And when they force him to throw it, is he gonna throw it to his guys or your guys? Okay, it, you're you're so right. I, I'm I'm actually coming over to your side <laughs> of the table, and I'm saying, I threw Dak's jersey in the trash can on Sunday night, for real. I mean, I mean, I was serious when I did it. I was like, angry. No, Skip, it's not the jersey. It's not. It's, okay, it's Dak. It, it's it's an act. It's it's. I, I, I know, mean, it's a it, it's a symbolic act. I don't know if you've seen the memes, but they got a bunch of people dumping Dak in the trash can. The, okay. the actual Dak. All right. But anyway. I haven't seen it, but but I, I'm there. I get it. I mean, so, no, I wish no harm on Dak, no, but I'm no, just no, saying. No, that, it's, it's, right. but let me, so, so are you – so let, let's get to the crooks of the, what we, the, the opening. Yes. Are you, do you have a problem with the tweet? I, I wonder if it can't – if Jerry signed off on it, if he blessed it. I do. Well, but Skip, even if he blessed it, it, you can still have a problem with it. Okay, well, it's just not the way business is done. No, absolutely so, so not. I get it, except they have had a reputation for being fairly objective. I'm having a hard time getting all worked up about it because I, it's actually pretty tame to me. It's, it's like a statement of duh. You fact. can't put the man pick the up. You don't okay. normally put in a loss. You don't normally put your star. No. <laughs> it, 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 unless like that. that's the mood of the whole franchise right now. Well, I'm sure everybody's yeah. disappointed, but damn, everybody's disappointed, just disappointed in that. Yep, I think it boiled down to that. Unfairly or fairly, I think yeah, I think you agree. It boiled down to just that. Well, so Aaron Rodgers, come on down. Now you want? Come on down. I don't even like Aaron Rodgers. Hey, man, but I'll you, take him over Dak Prescott. He's available. He I know he's he available. Don't, he don't, play, he don't uh, want to play with your team because you. No, no, no. I nah, think nah, he six, would love being six, in Dallas. Now he's heard everything you said for about seven years. <laughs> no, let me take that back. Not just seven years on this hey, show. Hey. Probably about seventeen years on the Way other show. Back. That is true. <laughs> That is true. But I'll take him over Dak. Doesn't that sum up my feelings? Yeah, yeah. you okay. you in a really low place. I'm in a low place. <laughs> Interestingly enough, guys, both Jerry Jones and his son Steven nixed their radio interviews for this what? week. As much as Jerry like to talk. Yeah, nothing from Can't them. Take it. He, he's he's I guess way he, I guess last year he was disappointed. This year he's sick. He's hey. sick of being disappointed. That is correct. It's disappointed at being sick. Sickening yeah. is what he says. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move on. Tom Brady, what does his answer mean about his playing future? You're going to want to hear this. We're going to discuss. Plus, Stephon Diggs, should his actions be excused? Gentlemen, let's debate in just a moment. When it comes to travel, we all know that feeling of wanting to escape to our happy place, whether it's hitting the beach, the ski slopes, or just kicking it with your crew in a tropical paradise. And Priceline wants you to get there and be very happy with a happy price. So you never have to miss a trip. Let me tell you, Priceline has got your back to make it all happen. My happy place is Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Picture this, crystal clear waters, golden sands, and sun shining down on you like it's your personal spotlight. That's right. Cabo is my ultimate happy place. And you know what makes it even better? Priceline's VIP family feature. You heard it from me. That's right. VIP treatment for you and your squad. Imagine being with your crew, soaking up the sun and living your best life. 
and while scoring deals up to five times faster. It's like scoring a game-winning touchdown on vacation. Now, who am I taking with me to Cabo, to that epic trip, that adventure? My boys, my ride or dies, my crew, ones who've been there through thick and thin from the beginning to the end. I'm not taking any kids, no kids, just me and the boys living it up. So what are you waiting for? Download the Priceline app today and save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your favorite happy price with Priceline. Make some memories that'll last a lifetime. Cabo ain't ready for me or us, but we're ready for Cabo. Thanks to Priceline, the real MVP of travel. And I won't back down. Tom Brady not holding back last night when he got asked about his plans for the future on the Let's Go podcast last night. What does next season hold? Take a listen. Jim, if I knew what I was do, I'd have already done it. Okay, I'm taking it a day at a time. I sense you're antagonized by the question. <laughs> you're scratching. It's only Are the question scratching? that everybody wants to hear. You're scratchy. I appreciate your asking. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so the waiting game continues. Shannon, what do you make of Tom Brady's answer? If I knew Jed, I'd already emphasized it. <laughs> yep. That's a good answer. Skip, clearly he's frustrated. Mm. The season did not go as he anticipated. No. Nope. He came back for one simple reason, and you said he came back for one simple reason, to right the wrong that had happened against the Rams. He was, what, seven, eight, nine, ten seconds away from getting this game into overtime. He was. They clearly had the momentum. They get the ball first. There's no question in my mind. They're going to go down and get a touchdown. because and they that's got against the eventual champions. The eventual okay. Super Bowl champs. Yep. So, He's looking at it like, damn, this is what I came back. Now, Skip, I'm not going to address what transpired off the field. Only he and his wife know how long that had been brewing. Right. Maybe that played a role. Maybe it didn't. Maybe it was already going to come to a dead end. I don't know. But I'm just talking about his football. And I think that's what Jim Gray, what's next? Hell, I don't know. Considering how the season ended, I'm, I might end my career. Then again, I still think I might have some good football to play, get into the right situation. I might, I believe I can help a team get to the ultimate uh, uh, destination, which is land in the Super Bowl and possibly go win it. Yep. Clearly, he's very agitated by the fact that Jim is asking him, and like Jim said, that's the question everybody wants to know. We can't ask you, uh, you know, about preparation for next week or a championship game mm-hmm. because that's done. And you're going to be 46 when the season starts. Do you, cont- you want to play? Uh, and so I think the thing is, Skip, you don't return to go 8-10, and 10, the first losing season of your career. Have a 53 QBR, which is the lowest t- since 2006. Yep. Six multi-touchdown games, which is the fewest since your rookie season. 31 incompletions in a wild card game. That's the most in your playoff career. That's not what you come back for. Yep. As you mentioned, his peers voted him the number one player of 100. He was number one. And I'm not so sure. Going into last year. Going into the last. Mm -hmm. I'm not so sure if they have the vote again. He's going to be in the top 20, maybe not even the top 30. So, Skip, look, and we're just two years removed from the Super Bowl. Yep. We're just a year removed where he had one of his most prolific seasons of his career. And to follow that up with this. So he's agitated by the fact that the season or nothing that he really had hoped in 20 at the end of uh, 2022 and 2023 has gone according to plan. Yep. And so he's very, very disappointed. He's very frustrated, to say the least, least because for him, he and Jim Gray got a great relationship. They do. A re- I don't know if he'd be doing this podcast with anybody else other than Jim Gray. I agree. 
So with that being said, for him to snap and to lash out at Jim, line of questioning, because I don't think it was out of line, Skip. It wasn't asking, like, <laughs> are you dating anybody? So I'm no. like, no, fair, Skip. No. It wasn't like he said something like that. No. But clearly, it shows the level of agitation, the, the level of frustration, and the level of disappointment mm -hmm. that he had with this season. The first order of business here is, it's your podcast, Tom, so <laughs> don't you plan it a little bit? Don't you and Jim have a little off-air conversation about, where are we going to go tonight? Right. Well, I'm going to ask you this, 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 and this. Or right? you can do like Jerry and Steven, cancel your appearances for today, mm -hmm. or do like an Aaron Rodgers, not say, oh, hey, I got something going on, and not do his spot on the Pat McAfee show. Okay. You have that right to be able okay. to do that. And you can also edit your own podcast yeah. if you so choose. After you blurt, you could just say, you know what, that's probably that doesn't belong in there. But but clearly he signed off and <laughs> and I assume he knew Jim was going to go there. Right. And yet you still got a little bit of a lash. If I, yeah. I would have effing done right, it. Already. Right. And and Jim was a little startled by the answer. Yeah. And I've antagonized you with the question. Uh, yeah, you're scratching at me like you're picking at me. Yes, I guess that's yes, what he's saying. Yes. You're, you're scratching at, a, at an open wound maybe, or a scab. Yep. And yes. Maybe it's starting to heal, right? <laughs> okay. <sighs> to your points. First of all, Brady went on in the podcast <clears throat> to say there, there's a lot of decompression going on here, and you went through it a bunch of times. Yeah. After a, a season you didn't love, it's just hard to come down from it for a while. 96, we lost to the Jags. Oh, you lost to the Jags at home. Yeah. And the, yeah, the divisional round, absolutely. Okay, so how long does it take to, to like, I, I'm still rocked from just rooting for the Dallas Cowboys and getting rocked on Sunday yeah. night, right? When the expectation's so high, I think there's uh, probably one thing. Tom has never gotten over 2007, the 19-0. Yep. He hasn't <clears> – <throat> well, I haven't gotten over 96 – he probably not going to get over this season. Some things, Skip, when the expectations are so high, yep. you never get over those. And okay. even Tom, Skip, think about how many Super Bowls Tom Brady's won since then. Think about how many MVPs he's won since then. He, when I had it, two, what, was it a year ago, two years ago when I had him on? Yep. I said, would you give away two Super Bowls to win that one? What did he say? Without hesitation. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I got it. This expectations. I, I got it. So he went on about decompression. He said, there's a real crash landing element to all this. And when you've been doing it as long as I have, there's no soft landings. Here. No. It ends and it is over. And yeah. as, as much as you'd love for something to be a little softer on the way out, it's just not the reality of this game we play. Nope. Because in the end, there's really only one happy team. Yes. And the, the deeper you get in the, the tournament, the, the unhappier you get. Yeah, but I think the thing, Skip, there's a little saving grace, there's a little solace if I played well that season. Yeah, okay. You crash land, and then I didn't play well on the top of it. So you got to go that. So then now yeah, you're thinking in the back of your okay. mind, All right, damn, I'll, I'll was it me? That. Did I, could I, if I had played better, what would the season have been? Okay, so he said when he unretired, which was no surprise <laughs> to me, yeah. I have unfinished business. Correct. It was the Rams game. It was last season. It was, here we go. We're, we're going to do this. I, I was so taken by his new recommitment to it. I picked this team to win the Super Bowl, but I didn't see coming, and, and I, I don't think he did either, what was about to transpire. They finished 24th in pass block win rate. It's, it won't work for him. He's 45 years of age. It's, it, it, it's a recipe for disaster. They were dead last in running the football. It won't work for him. He needs a little bit of bodyguard in the offense. Yeah. He, he needs somebody to take a little bit of the heat off him. 
he finished dead last in play action pass rate because they were dead last in yeah. running the football. Yeah. You can't play action when you have no threat of running right. the football. He finished with 15% play action rate, which right. was bottom of the barrel. But guess what happened? On the 15%, he did play action pass. He finished number one in the NFL in QBR because it's always been his best weapon, play action pass. He's, he's been the, the maestro of it, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, so you couldn't do that. Right. Your, your receiving core as a group was finally graded in the end, the 18th best receiving core, because I believe he was banking on his buddy Gronk to come back. And I told you I was banking my prediction on Gronk to come back on mm -hmm. November 1st. And then Gronk has been saying lately, yeah, I called and we talked, but they didn't have any money. And I need a little bit of money at this point yeah. to come back and go through that again. And it didn't click. So Brady winds up with two rookie tight ends. You like I like K Dot. K Dot. He, he's okay. I think he'll be. Yeah, he's okay. a rookie. He, he's a he rookie, and he's not Gronkowski. No, hell no. And so they, they <laughs> tried to replace AB with Julio, and he couldn't stay healthy. And Russell Gage was. I, I think he was a little bit of a disappointment for Tom. They yeah. never did click like right. they, they thought. So my point is. Then he needed the defense to bodyguard him and have his back a little bit, and, and it finished middle of the pack right. because it couldn't rush the passer at all. Right. And my quarterback went down there and threw the biggest Tampa Bay party on that defense you will ever see with a QBR of 97. It just didn't work. You can blame him and say he had a, a lousy year, and I can say he's just a product of everything around him went to hell because it basically right. just all went to hell all around you. Just it, Nothing worked anywhere remotely like it did two years before. Right. Okay? You sank in every category, and you can argue he sank in his category. Right. Okay? So he's humiliated. He, he's disgusted by yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. And he hasn't gotten over it because there's a scab on the wound, but you're, if you scratch you at the scab, at it. yeah, I'm going to F-bomb you because <laughs> that, that was the real psycho Tom who came out. That's right. the real guy. But I think, Jim, I think Jim knows him a lot better. I mean, obviously Jim well, has I seen think this. They're, I, I, I'm going to say they're – Pretty close to being best friends. Right. I, I think Skip Jim knows him off camera, off air, so he, he knows he has these this capabilities. But when you if when you're Tom Brady, um, everybody's not gonna have the, the John Elway where you win the Super Bowl, win Super Bowl MVP, and you ride off in the sunset, or Jerome Bettis, the bus stays parked in Detroit where you grew up and you win the or Strahan, even Peyton Manning. But by, by the way, when John decided to to retire after that Super, Super Bowl, yeah. the one in Miami. Miami. I was like, what are you doing? Because you have a chance to do something nobody's ever yeah. done in the history of this league. And to this day, they still you haven't, haven't done, done it. it. Yeah. It's to go three in a row. Right. It's just virtually impossible. Right. But you had a chance, had a chance. if he would come back. Yeah, the, the and he said no. Yeah, the commitment that it requires to play that position, to play at that level. Uh, obviously, the rules were probably skip. And, you know, talking to John a little bit, he said probably if the rules were like they are yeah, now, maybe. maybe I would have come maybe back. Maybe But he came. Uh, were you crushed that he wouldn't come yeah. back? Yeah. I was. I, 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 Kind of had a feeling because he was kind of hinting at it. John hated playing in the rain. Mm -hmm. And all week we had talked about rain, like, and, you know, he was on his mind. Skip, it stayed beautiful the whole week. The moment we get in the locker room after the game. It poured. The, I remember I was there. The, the heavens opened up. They did. He said that was a sign. That was a sign. Yep. The heavens actually opened up on the other team when it came to Eugene Robinson, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yes. That, 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 yeah, was, that, that was, was the back before. Issue. But Tom Brady came back for a fairy tale ending, and he got a nightmare. Okay. The question he is, got a nightmare. does he go back to sleep and try to get this fairy tale ending, or does he stay awake and, and say, you know what, this nightmare, I'm done with it. I'm, I'm done with the NFL. It's just hard for me to see Tom Brady walking away and this being his last season. That's what's hard for me to get my 
eight and ten. I, I just don't think he can live with it. I hark back to the quote from his father. It's probably ten years old now. Yeah. The New York Times. They're going to have to put a straitjacket on him and drag him off the football field. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're there right now right. because I think he's looking for his next landing spot. I think and so after too. a crash landing at the end of the season, I don't know. I'm not going to rule out Tampa, but they got a long way to go to, to restock that cover. Skip, they got a bunch. They got a bunch of aging players yep. that's on some big contracts, and uh, you got some young guys that's going to want a little bit more money. Um, I didn't think it was the wisest business decision. To bring all those guys back, the older guys. You said it. You were ahead just, of Skip, it. You don't understand. Yep. People don't understand. And having been there, Tom knows this. It's hard. To, you don't bring everybody back. That was the first time in the history that you brought back all 22 starters. Okay. If they don't blow the blitz at the end of the Rams game, because mm-hmm. they weren't on the same page, Murphy Bunting didn't get the call. I don't know what. He, he just stopped in his tracks, mm-hmm. and he was supposed to be a blitzer. Whatever. Cooper Cup runs free down the middle of the football field as a decoy and catches the deep ball that turns into a walk-off field goal. Right. If that doesn't happen and, and you somehow at least get back to the Super Bowl, right. then, then you could say, well, it paid off, right. but it didn't pay off. No. And once you don't pay off there, now you have to pay the piper this year yes. because the, you're, you're just old. Uh-huh. And you didn't retool enough around right. the aging players. Right. And you got what you got. You got what you got. And, and as you kept saying all year long, they're just a bad football team. Yeah. So eight and ten was it any shocked anybody that they lost to the Dallas no, Cowboys? No. I came when I did my prediction. I said my team's just better than that team, and it should just go yeah. take care of business, yes. and it yeah. did. I've been I've been calling for this matchup since about since about week eight, week nine. I say the Cowboys. If I'm the Cowboys, I don't want the number one seed. I want the five seed because I want whoever wins the NFC South. Yeah. That's who I want. Well, you got them, <laughs> and it fooled me yeah, because you, it, can, it can, misled everybody yeah. into thinking Dak was back. It would be crazy to see Tom Brady's career end on this note, guys. On the other hand. What does he have left in the tank? We will have to wait to find out. Tom Brady Watch continues. All right, gentlemen, Stefan Diggs. That scene got ugly. He defended, though, how he showed frustration on the sideline and the Bills lost to the Bengals this past weekend. The wide receiver tweeted out, quote, want me to be okay with our level of play when it's not up to the standard? Nah, it's easy to criticize my reaction more than the result. All right, Shannon. Was this tweet inbounds or out of bounds? I think it was. I think it was out of bounds, and no one ask, is asking Stefan to be okay with losing. But I'm a firm believer that when emotion is high, logic is low. Trust me, I know. I've been there. Friday night, I was there, and I think the thing you skip is that Stefan, you have to understand. Sometimes you just get beat by a better team. Has that thought ever crossed your mind? That that you make it seem like Cincinnati. Like snuck into the playoffs. Yeah. Like they're like a six and ten, mm-hmm. and they got this team. They got like four teams to lose, and they backdoored their way into the playoffs. You do realize they're the reigning AFC champs. Yeah. And they got and they got better. Joe Burrow is a better quarterback this year than he was last year. Chase, these guys are improving, so it's no shame in losing. But you can't show your quarterback up like that. Nobody. I don't think anybody with Buffalo because their expectations. They did everything they possibly could. I think being the general manager, he ran out and tried to retool. He's like, look, we're so close. We were 13 seconds away from being in the championship game and having it in our building. Yep. But you win three straight uh, uh, AFC East titles, Skip. But you can't, you can't be one, in one breath, I'm him. When things go well and then show this kind of emotion when things go bad. Yep. Last year, the division around against Kansas City, they lost, Skip. 
He had three catches for seven yards. Was he okay? Not playing up the standard. Was that, was that the standard? Because you lost now. You had three catches for seven yards, and you lost to Kansas City. Were you okay with that? Mm. So, so my question is, Skip, he had four catches on Sunday for 35 yards. Let's just say for the sake of argument. How many targets? Yeah, I don't know. Seven targets? Uh, no, I think it was like 10 or 11. Okay. Right? 10 targets? Maybe. I, yeah. I don't, I don't he had have his that. lowest catch rate percentage of his career in Buffalo, but go ahead. So let me ask you, I want to ask Stephon this. Mm-hmm. Let's just say for the sake of argument, you still lose. But you have eight for a buck 45 and two touchdowns. Are you doing this on the sidelines? Because if you're not doing this on the sidelines, you're telling me it's more about stats than the results. We'll never know. Because I can't, you, you, you say you, 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 you're okay, you know, you got a problem with my reaction, but not the results. I don't know what the results would have been. Yeah. All I know what the results are. All I can base it on is what you did and what the results are. Yeah. I just believe Josh and you have a great relationship. I don't get, like, you actually thought Josh Allen went to the game yep. and says, you know what, I ain't giving Stephon the ball today, man. I'm going to show we can win without him. Mm-hmm. You, you, you said he got 10 targets. Bro, it just didn't work out. But I, I'm just a firm believer, Skip, having been on, on those sidelines and those locker rooms in those moments, I just believe that showing up my teammate, or especially that guy, yep. was a no-go for me. Okay, I got it. Agree with everything you said. All of the above, completely out of line. Even tweeting, it's just out of line. It's not a good look. But he had a whole day. Skip, I could see if he no. tweeted this right after the game. No, no, but you he, got a 24-hour cooling up here. Yeah. He might be another Twitter victim to me where he's just reading so many responses, so many ads, so many mentions. Yeah. And he finally says, okay, I've had enough. I'm going to go bang, bang, bang right back mm-hmm. at you. Okay. I'm only going to defend him on one count. Okay. That position he plays, as you well know, is the ultimate dependent position. Absolutely. Because you can't throw the football to yourself. Right. And you're a prisoner and sometimes a victim of what the quarterback doesn't do. I believe he believes that stats and results are intertwined because he believes this team goes as he goes. Right. And you can can make a case for that. So – so they're all part and parcel of each other where right. you say, are you about stats or winning? And he said, I'm about both because if I get my stats, we win. That would be his mindset right okay. here, right now. I just believe he gets increasingly frustrated with his quarterback because I've told you from day one about Josh Allen. He's a little too acclaimed for me already. He's already thrust upon too high of a pedestal that he has not earned yet because he makes sensational hard throws Mm -hmm. and he misses way too many easy throws. The routine is what Joe Burrow does, and it's why he's not that sensational to watch because he's just dealing, man. He just, whatever you, whatever you give me, I'll, just, I'll take that, and then I'll take that, and I'll take that. And if you do give me that one up the rail, I'll, I'll throw it to Jamar up the rail. Right. But, but the point is, Josh will throw two or three balls a game where you just sit back and say, nobody can do that right. except maybe Patrick. Right. But the point is that. And he throws two or three a game. You're like, why would he do that? That, that That's what happened. <laughs> so that's why he was doing this to him because right. he felt like he was open way more times and Josh couldn't get him the ball. And when he was open and he did throw in the football, he threw him poor balls that he couldn't get to or catch or that they easily defended. So 
He caught one ball for eight yards throughout the second half, and it drove Stefan Diggs out of his mind until yeah. he lost it. He, it. What do you say? Emotions running so hot. Yeah. You have no logic. Yeah, yeah. Okay? There's no logic left. So he's grandstanding, showing him up in front of the world. And to Josh's credit, he just kept his head down like yeah. this and never even acknowledged him. Right. Okay. I, the, the reason I'm torn about this one is I wanted to see a little more of that anger and emotion from my team in the next game at San Francisco, and I didn't see it. I think my team was very happy to beat Tampa at Tampa, beat the GOAT at the GOAT, and then whatever happened at San Francisco was just fine. I don't think any of them lost any sleep. I don't see any of them tweeting out of anger. I don't see any of them F-bombing like Brady did because (laughs) they don't care that much about it because nobody is afraid of losing their job there. There's no fear factor. There's no Mike Shanahan coaching this team. There's no Jimmy Johnson coaching this team. There's, There's none of those guys upstairs because it's just Good old Uncle Jerry, Granddad Jerry yeah. upstairs. And he'll be fine with this because he loves us. He, he's going to take care of us. He always takes care yeah. of us. Well, that's the attitude. Did you and see so, those ratings? Jerry's going to be like, did you see those see ratings? ratings? See those ratings? And, and in the end, <laughs> is that all that matters to Jerry? Yeah. I, I guess so. What do you say, what, what do you say about you uh, uh, playing on a short week? Uh, or playing on a Monday night and then turn around and say, Hey, we got to play on Monday night. got those lights. We got yeah. those bright lights. Okay. Didn't we? He loved it. Okay. The rest of it is just business. Okay. You know, Skip, I, I, I think the Cowboys, I think the Cowboy players are upset. Skip, because, they're, because when you get to the tournament, you win a game, you're like, man, we one step closer. We one step closer. And then the finality of it, because it's not like, the, it, like a basketball or baseball game. Skip, we got tomorrow. We got a day, the day after tomorrow. In football, Every playoff game is game seven. You know, they say there's nothing like a game seven. So just imagine Tom Brady is 35 and whatever he is, he's played 40-something game sevens. Yeah. No other play. I mean, I don't even know if there's been 40 game sevens in the NBA Finals, and they've been playing NBA Finals for however many years. Well, that's what that's what an NFL's I mean, play. Jordan never played a game seven. Right. Yeah, go ahead. Well, yeah. I, I, not in the NBA Finals. Yeah, but right, right. But so, Skip, I, I just – look, I get it. I get the frustration level. Um, but I think after a day to cool off, had he done this after the game, I would have been disappointed that he did it. But I kind of would have understood because, like you said, it is so fresh. It's so raw. It's so emotional. And sometimes we do well, logic. We throw logic out the windows okay. where emotion is hot. OK, I, I got it. So he's saying I'm not OK with losing and, and I'm fine with him yes. saying that. But you're kind of. But that's not mutually you're, exclusive you're to you. You're indicting your teammates there. Yeah. Like, you're saying they don't care? I, I, Skip, but I hate when, oh, oh no, nobody wants to win more than, than I do. How do you know? What, what if the kicker wants to win more than you do? There's no way for you to quantify that. So you get to say, well, nobody wants to win. I'm not okay with losing. Well, who the hell is? I would like to think nobody. <laughs> But, but he said, want me to be okay with the level of play when it's not up to our standard? Well, obviously it wasn't up to your standard. You, you got yeah, dominated. Cause you, yeah, because you gave him four catches. Yo, so you up to our standard. So what, what about your standard? The four catches for 35 yards. So what about – how did Josh Ellis should have said, bro, what am I supposed to do with four for 35? Well, I know what he'd say back to Josh. You could have made it a lot better for me. Hey, break right? a tackle. Be Debo. B.A.J. Brown, break a tackle and take it to the house. Okay, so then he's concluding that he's become the scapegoat here because you're criticizing his reaction instead of the result, which was the big L. Yeah, you you lost. Yeah. But, Skip, he's making it seem like the Cincinnati Bengals are so much more inferior to to, to what Buffalo is. Bro, y'all was getting high on your own supply because everybody annoyed you guys because on the first game of the season, you went to the Rams, the champs, 
and took them apart. Took them apart. And everybody said that was the best team in football. After that week, Skip, that's the best team in football. Oh, Rams, hey, book it. Rams going to be I mean, uh, the, the Bills are going to be there. That seems like two years ago, it, but, but, but I, you're it right. It does. Yep. It does. So, look, I get it. But, Brian, I just, I, I, I'm just not one to show up a teammate. I mean, when we get in the locker room, I might say, bro, that was a bull job what you did out there today. Now, that ain't good enough. But not, not in front of the because, Skip, I already know. The, and the cameras weren't nearly as, as, as many cameras on the side as they are now. So you can't do anything. Because remember the camera called uh, uh, Dak's reaction? Go for effing two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they got no. so many. And they just, just panning. And they got these reporters. They got like two or three reporters on the sideline trying to catch. Well, I overheard such and such say this. and blah. You can't get away with nothing now. Mm-mm. You know, they got boom mics. So they pick up everything. Yeah. So it feels to me in the big picture like the Bills themselves are just coming unglued after they lost a game in, in a town in which they are the kings because yeah. they are it in that city, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, And the problem with that is when, when you're the favorite the whole year to win it yeah. all and you get here and you get a snow game that looked like it should be Buffalo weather, Taylor right, for Taylor. you. How many of those we saw Jim Kelly in those early 90 Bills, those Bill teams, and, and Thurman Thomas and them, and Andre Reed and Brucey, they just avalanche people to get you up there and they do that? They avalanched. <laughs> they did. That's, they, they live for that. Yeah. That's what's called home field advantage. I don't know what the stadium's called now, Skip, but Old Rich Stadium. Yeah. And they started getting gold, let's go Buffalo. Yeah. It was over. It was over. And I think, Skip, what did they say? They're like, we want home, we want, you know, we want home games. And that's what you, and they, you know, they almost had it. They, you know, uh, it was going to be a neutral site game. Had they, had they won and then had to play Kansas City, it was going to be in Atlanta. But you got what you wanted. But Cincinnati, bro, it ain't no shame in losing to a, to a better team. I believe Cincinnati was a better team, is a better team than Buffalo. They just are. That is true. I, I think the quarterback is a little better than Josh if, Allen. Let, let, if we do offense, with the exception of the offensive line, your quarterback, the wide receivers, you make it seem that, I mean, Jamar Chase ain't taking no backseat to Stephon Diggs. And they running game damn sure ain't taking a backseat. Heck no. So with that being said, bro, be what? You make it seem like y'all got beat, y'all got beat by the Texans. You didn't. And as much as I like some elements of the Bills' defense, it ain't Cincinnati. No, it's just not. Because they don't play with the they didn't play with the consistency. Nope. They 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 don't got they don't have any big names. I mean, Hendrickson is is a phenomenal player. Can rush the passer. Hubbard made the play last week, but they just got a bunch of guys that's steady. DJ Reader's a stud. Yeah, I, I think he's big time. Where am I supposed to be? Am I supposed to be in the A gap? That's where yeah, I'm. That's am I supposed to be in the B? Am I supposed I to be agree. hooked to flat? Am I supposed to be in the court, middle of the field, half the field, court, whatever? That's where they are, Skip. And in the end. The biggest game hunter for the Bills was Von Miller. Yeah. And unfortunately for them, he was gone. Yep. And he said after the game, I don't know if it was on his podcast or whatever, he said, we'll get him next year. And I believe if if he's going to be back there next year, they got a shot. Yeah. Because he is it for that defense. He is the difference maker. But he's going to have to pick up. It's going to take some wild skip. You know, them them knees, man. You got, I mean, it's not like Von's 23. Von's going to be what, 33, 34. Boy, I don't know. This thing is unraveling right before your very eyes. But here's the thing, though, Skip. I, if I'm, a, if I'm a, a quarterback, I want to be in the NFC. You got Mahomes. Oh. You got Burrow. You got Herbert. You got Lawrence. You, hey, you got – Skip, it ain't no foregone conclusion. Trouble, Jackson, Jacksonville's getting better. I'm sorry, they are. They are. Mm-hmm. It's not like Cincinnati's going to take a step back. Now, what goes on with Lamar? Lamar's still in the AFC as of right now. 
I, I can make a case that all of a sudden Jalen Hurts might be the best quarterback in the you, NFC. You absolutely can make that case. I mean, think about it. All these guys are 27. Tw- I mean, Mahomes yeah. is the oldest guy there, and he's 27. Huh. So this far gone, we'll get him next year. Are you sure? Mm. Are you absolutely certain that's going to be the case? Hard, <laughs> Shannon, I'd like to go back to your point about the sidelines and those reporters roaming uh-huh. them, making the game day experience <laughs> yeah. so much better. Ah! I think that was an extremely insightful yep. comment that be by you. you. That be you on the roaming the sidelines? <laughs> Listening. Carefully. That'd be me, but I'm not with (laughs) y'all. All All right, guys, the Lakers are dealing. Let's talk about this latest trade. How much is it going to help them down the road? We'll discuss that up next. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp because your mental well-being matters. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Unlock the power of therapy with BetterHelp and witness the transformative benefits It brings to your life from gaining valuable insights into your thought patterns to building resilience in the face of challenges. Therapy empowers you to navigate life's twists with confidence. BetterHelp offers a convenient online platform. It's designed to be flexible, fitting seamlessly into your schedule. With a simple questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at no extra cost. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash UndisputedPod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash UndisputedPod. Your mental health journey begins here. The Lakers announced yesterday they're trading for Wizards forward Rui Hachimura in exchange for Kendrick Nunn and three second-round picks. According to reports, the Lakers plan on signing Hachimura to an extension this offseason as he wraps up that rookie deal. I don't know, Shannon, maybe some help with wing defense? Scale of 1 to 10, how much does Hachimura help the Lakers? Uh, Well, it doesn't move the needle for me a whole lot. Scale 5. I mean, people are not really trained guys uh, that can help other teams win. They want to keep them for themselves. I I understand the Wizards are not going anywhere, and it says, okay, let's see if we can get, you know, take Kendrick Nunn, take these second-round picks. Maybe we can parlay that into Mm -hmm. something else. I think the Lakers are going to need a little bit more if they want to contend in 2023. But this is a a low risk with the potential to be something big on on the upside. Um, But... uh, Everything comes back. Look, I, I get Rui Hachimura, and he's, he's tremendous at shooting the three skip. He's shooting 43, 42% on wide open threes, 45.5% in the left corner of the threes. Okay, a sharp shooter. Everything is contingent on Anthony Davis. When does he come back, and how long can he stay healthy? Because if he can stay healthy for a significant period of time, and he played to the level in which he was playing before he got hurt, and LeBron continues to play at his level, and, they can, and, and Hachimura now, this is what we know, Skip. A lot of guys can shoot the basketball when they're on another team. Agreed. 
But it's all of a sudden they get to LeBron, it's like LeBron to win. Because every time the ball going off, air ball, the ball going up in the stands and hit the corner and everything else. Yep. Because that light. It's something about the lights when it's LeBron James. It's like you're on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And, you know, who's that? Uh, uh, George Benson said the, the, night, the lights are, are bright on Broadway. Mm-hmm. Well, it seems like they're even brighter when you play alongside LeBron James. I think others sang that song before him. They did? Okay. Go okay. But go ahead. But, uh, and so with that being said, Skip, yep. only a handful of guys have ever been able to rise to the occasion. Yep. A D-Wade, mm-hmm. a Kyrie Irving, yep. Anthony Davis for that one season. But there have been a lot of guys that that light got too hot and they couldn't handle it. So, look, they said uh, uh, 12 players have played 400 minutes for the Lakers this season. Eight of them are guards. So they are really undersized. Skip, you look, and you go to the closing lineup, you look at the closing lineup they had that the other night, they were really small. They're a really small team. Basically, it was LeBron and TB. And a lot of times it's TB or LeBron, especially with AD uh, 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 has been out. Mm-hmm. So he does give them some, some size. Uh, he played really well. Uh, the last game he played, he got 30 oh, against the Magic. Great. So yep. that, that, that Lakers like, damn, he mm-hmm. can get 30? Wait, is that the same Orlando that just beat Boston for a third time? Yeah, you saw that too. And what we did, we took him apart. Huh. You see, you don't go, did you go, took him huh. apart. Yeah, but what about the law firm that you keep raving about uh, up in Boston? Uh, uh, Tatum was out. Tatum got hurt. Oh, okay. Tweaked something. But he'd something, be all right. about the magic. Got there, ain't, there ain't no magic there. There ain't, no, <laughs> ain't no magic there. But, Skip, look, I, it, it doesn't do a whole lot for me. We'll see. See what he does tonight and uh, mm. when he gets in the lineup. But, you know, go. Go do go. To, go have a way of making people look better than they actually are. He, they call okay. it makeup. Because he can make you look real good. Okay, but out of one side of your mouth, you just said he can make you look real bad, and the other side, you said make no. They make themselves look bad because the expectations. Because okay, the thing, I got it. ain't no expectation. Skip, ain't no expectation in Washington. I agree with that, <laughs> which is why on my scale of one to ten in impact, Hashimura is a nice player, but he's a three in okay, impact. Okay, you gave a three. Okay, but, but he's six eight. He was mm-hmm. the ninth overall pick out of Gonzaga. He will play defense. Yes, he cares about playing yeah. defense. So nice size. Yeah, good good size to him. He knows how to play basketball, and yet a year ago, he had a career year shooting threes. He was 45%, but his attempts were so low because he wasn't starting for even the Wizards, right? right? So his attempts ranked 250th in the league because he just didn't shoot that many. He shot 123 the whole season long, but he did make 45% of them. Okay, I'll give you that. This year, he's reverted back to the mean, which is he's at 33.7% because he's, a say, a 36% career three-point right. shooter. Well, that we but, can use that. Okay, but to your point, catch and shoot, corner threes, that's what LeBron yeah. needs. So now, it's one thing to make those threes <laughs> in Washington, in Washington <laughs> but when you get in the crypt, man, the lights get hot. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're saying, wait, we're on TNT again tonight? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you're always on TNT. Yeah. Right? yeah. Because that guy's playing right. with you. And that guy needs you. And you say, oh, he needs me to make threes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he, he does. absolutely does. They're, they're starving for threes. But the irony of this was Kendrick Nunn gets traded for him. And he if I look back at, at, at last week against Sacramento and Memphis, he made seven of 15 threes. And mm-hmm. I'm saying that little lefty was starting to pop he start, it. He was. Right? He was. He started to get hot. Okay. So now you just gave him up in the deal. Well, are you sure? But he's just, he's a tiny little he, guard. Right, right. They need, they need size. Yeah. Okay. They need size. And they here. don't have Austin Reeves back yet. And they don't have Lonnie who, who, who mainly played guard in, in college, but he's playing small forward when he's playing he, with LeBron. He is. Both, both those are, are taller guards. Yes. You know, both yeah. he and Lonnie Walker. Right. Right. But the point is, in the end, it's going to come down to what you say as AD. But I, I got to make the point 
I'm becoming more and more of a Schroeder fan because, listen, listen, he is flat out fearless. Yes. And I know he's prone to have an occasional no game, off game, where you say, what what just happened tonight? Right. But if we could see the end of the Memphis game, it was it it was a stunner to me because of what Schroeder did, because I thought you guys were done. Skip, before you say that, before we roll the tape, we're standing in Desmond Bain came up out from under the basket. He looks me dead in the eye. He said, you know this game over. Ask everybody sitting in the row. I said, we're going to win this game. Did you? At what stage? At what it point? was like 10 seconds before he got the ball stolen. You're so, kidding. Yes. Well, he, it was over, and he got it taken from him. Yes. He, st- he comes over. He's like, he looks dead, looks dead by. He said, you know this game over. Well, he just jinxed his own demise. He, I said, we're going to win this. I said, either we're going to win it in regulation with LeBron three, or we're going to get you the overtime. But we winning this game. Okay. And lo and behold, he shoots through, gets his back, turned right. through and so did that. Speaking of LeBron threes, <laughs> let's see what happened. With 27 seconds left, LeBron takes a three that could have been a huge one because it could have tied the game. Yes. From the top, it's two feet beyond the top, and he lipped it. And Russ gets the rebound because Stephen Adams couldn't get off. Oh, I think that was Brent, uh, Clark. Clark. Uh, so so there's, there's an easy rebound to be had and a little putback. So now you're just down one. Right. Then Tyus Jones goes to the line and makes a couple of free throws. Then Schroeder gets fouled and makes – he will make all of his yes. late-game free throws. Yes. He's like a dead eye and completely, utterly clutch. And now we got the play in question. After he makes his two free throws, you're still in big trouble yes. at that point. And watch what he does to the aforementioned you, Desmond Bain. He takes the ball, he comes from behind and takes the ball and goes straight up and with foul. it and makes it and, yes. and wins it. Yep. You're kidding and then he, as usual, he swishes every free throw. Yep. He swished it, and all of a sudden you're up two, and then that's the end of that game. I wish we could add it because he walks from out of the timeout because uh, they call a timeout yep. to advance the ball, and he's over in the corner, and he looks at me and says, you know this game over, right? <laughs> I say, no, it's not. I, say, yeah, I don't think game. he was trash talking. I think he's a good guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I mean, I don't think he was trying to instigate. or. No, 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 but yeah. he actually thought right. the game was over. I mean, he would just tell it. He was right. speaking his heart right. to you. But I'm like, even if you make, even if, you know, you make both of these, you know, we st- you still, you're going to lose this game. You lose this game. Okay. So then what happens at Portland? You are so dead in the water. You have given up a 45-point second quarter yeah. to that team. And yeah, they're, they're, just, they're just mediocre. They're four games under 500. Yeah. Okay? So you do that, and then you storm back and win the second half. What was it? 75 to 41? Yeah, we did that to them. We put a 40 spot on them in the third quarter. Okay. And then a 35-piece in the fourth. Okay. But what happens in the fourth quarter? LeBron only takes and makes one shot. But that's all he needed to do because all of a sudden, Thomas Bryant, who's played big for you. TV been huge Hey, no, no, seriously huge. So in just the fourth quarter alone, he goes nine points and six rebounds. And guess who? Dennis Schroeder makes two threes and goes two or two from the free throw line for eight points. And all of a sudden, Pat Bev rises and shines doing what he was brought here to do. Agitating Dame. Agitating Dame. (laughs) And and he holds Dame to 0 for 4 from the the floor and 0 for 3 from 3. Right. I mean, if if you can do that in Dame's house, you got a shot. And you see LeBron blocking shots and taking it to the high. Okay, and what did Pat Bev do when the game was over? If we could see this, please. He's hitting his wrist. It's Dame time. No, it's actually Pat Bev time. Oh, oh, it's Dame time. Oh, not here. He's taking his watch off. Is it broken? It's broken. Is it it broken? Watch is broken. I'm going to take it off and put it in my pocket. (laughs) It doesn't even work anymore. (laughs) It doesn't even work anymore. 
because he did that to him in his house. And he has been known to clown Dame. Remember the bubble yeah, game, yeah, the Clippers yeah. game? Skip. Yeah. I knew I had really messed up really bad. On Friday night, when Pat Bell was standing in front of me, he said, Unk, calm down. He said, <laughs> he, he said he getting you out of character. I was like, Skip, I just dropped me. I said, damn. Because he knows. Pat Bell. Pat he Bell. Knows. All people know Pat Bell. But he knows when he's going over the edge. He knows what going over the edge is. Yes. Right? Okay. So I said, ah. Yeah. I'm like, damn. Okay. Pat Bell tell me that? There you go. I've gone to no man's right. land. So my point is, LeBron does have some help right mm-hmm. now because those are two big wins yeah. to me. Those are hard wins. I'm not saying he doesn't have help, but the thing is, it's about consistent help. That's the difference between the two. Okay. Jason Tatum knows he's going to get 25 to 30 points on a nightly basis sure. from, uh, from Brian, Jason okay, Brown. I got it. Uh, uh, Jokic knows that he's going to get 18 to 20 from Gordon. He's going to get 18 to 20 from sure, Jamal Murray. I, I got now, it. are you going to tell me that Pat Bell, I'm not Pat Bell, is Schroeder going to give me those kind of outings on a consistent basis? I said, okay, when AD comes back, play like AD, LeBron, okay, I'm good. Russ going to give me the, because uh, Russ was tremendous. Against uh, 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 Memphis, he wasn't. Then he not was so no much show. against Portland well, he because he, I don't think he played in the fourth. Did he play in the fourth? Or if he did, he didn't play very many minutes. By the way, Schroeder at Portland made all ten of his free throws. Dead eye. Yeah. Russ at Portland was. Oh, this is the second half. I'm sorry, he made ten free throws in the second half. Did yeah. did Schroeder? Let me look at my final box here of Russell West. He was three of thirteen and zero for four from three. Right. Six total points. He had, he had eight rebounds. He only five, played like 25 minutes, Skip. I don't know if he played at all in four. 26 minutes. Okay. Well, that's what Darvin does. If, if you're not producing, you sit. That, it's as simple as that, Skip. Okay. One guy, especially with ADB and I, only one guy is assured to be in this closing lineup. Yep. That's LeBron. I Everybody agree. else is contingent on how well are you playing or how well are you defending. Okay. This team has come to trust that LeBron James will give them 30-odd points. Yeah. Like, like clockwork. Yeah, you know that. Okay. But down the stretch, when you need somebody to have the ball and close it and make late-game free throws, Schroeder has been a godsend for your team. So all of a sudden, the pieces are falling into place. If you need somebody to instigate and antagonize on defense, especially in the fourth (laughs) quarter, somebody his size that he can deal with because he can deal with that. Right, right. Right? It's it's hard for him to deal with the big. Yeah, Luka too big and the Tatum and Brown, they're too big. too big. Okay? So I like the pieces to the puzzle are starting to fit a little bit here. And if you get AD back, I keep telling you, there's no way you can't make the playoffs with this kind of team. Man, they don't want that. Well, what do they, they want? They don't want that in a seven-game. You don't want to see us. No, you would not. And this is going to be one of those crazy years. We're talking about AFC quarterbacks. All of a sudden, you look at the Western Conference, and do you really want the top seed? Because somebody's going to sneak in the back door, and you're going to say, That'd wait a us. second, we just won the right to play them? Yeah, they don't want to see that. Okay. They don't want to see because you and know. Remember, Golden State's gonna be hovering down there at mm-hmm. the bottom. The mm-hmm. Clippers are gonna be hovering down there at yeah. the bottom, right? Yeah, we, we gonna we gonna make sure they die there tonight. Okay. You know what? I think you're in trouble tonight. I, I got the Clippers. I, I don't know if you've been watching. Give me the five. No. Give me the five. It's your home game. You're five. You're it's your favorite your by five. Home game. But you got Kawhi. Remember huh? Kawhi been averaging 35, so shooting, 30, 30 again. Shooting 50 percent from the three. Yeah. Who shoot 50 percent from three pointers? 53 percent. Yeah. By the way, would you believe LeBron has fallen to, to second to last in three point shooting? 153 out of 150. All I know is the man won 67 Player of the Weeks. He's he's 28.6 from three. If you ta- if you take the next two combined, Whew. they can't see goat. Really? And how many times has he been jipped out of play of the week because they gave it to him the week before? I'll take it straight up right now. I got Kawhi over LeBron. Straight up. 
No? You scared of those I want the five. Give me five. No. Give you five? After all we just talked, you got Hachimura on your team now. Really? <laughs> well, you do. <laughs> he, he, really? He can guard Kawhi. Really, Skip? Yeah. This man said I got Hachimura. <laughs> After you just gave the man a three as far as on the scale of moving the well, needle. Well, I told you he can defend. You got a big defender. But you gave him a three. Why didn't you give him a seven then? Because I'm afraid about him th- shooting threes in, on that stage. Exactly. He ain't in yeah. Washington. Maybe they should put a Washington Wizard jersey up on his Lakers jersey. So he think he's still in Washington. going to embarrass you tonight. I bet you they don't. Yeah, they will. Give me the five. TNT. Well, if they're going to embarrass me, give me the five. Laker home game. It's going to be a home Laker give me, crowd. Give me the five. No. You scared? Come just on. say that. If you're scared, scared, just say that. My team's in the basement with no fans. Man, Come on. He's so scared. He's so scared. <laughs> I'm so, he's so scared. scared. I got Kawhi. I want, T. I want T. Lou to leave I got Clippers the king of so I can root for him properly. I know. That's true. <laughs> yeah, you're like me and Jalen right. Hurts. If you're not going to yeah. make a do bet, we got to move maybe, on. We maybe. We got to move on. It's going to be a good one tonight. Hopefully by the end of the show. My fingers are crossed for that tip-off 7 p.m. It'll be a good one. All right, gentlemen. Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow? Long term, who's the better quarterback? Skip and Shannon debate that in just a moment. Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow will face off for the fourth time this Sunday in the AFC Championship game. What a history and rivalry already. It's the fifth straight trip to conference title games for Mahomes, while it's the second trip in a row for Burrow and the Bengals. Shannon, which quarterback would you rather have going forward? I'm taking Pat Mahomes. Mahomes or Joey B? I'm taking Patrick Mahomes. I'm still saying Patrick Mahomes. I'm, as you ask me tomorrow, I'm going to say Patrick Mahomes. You ask me next year, I'm still going to take Patrick Mahomes because I haven't seen anything, any reason for me to change my mind. And I do believe Joe Burrow is an outstanding quarterback. He's on that road of being great. Um, what he's been able to do overcoming the, uh, the ACL in his rookie season, Skip. The meteoric rise that he had. Couldn't quite cut it at uh, uh, um, Ohio State. Goes to LSU, Coach Orgeron, gives him an opportunity. Um, his junior year, not so much of anything. They had him at the third, fourth round grade. And then for some reason, it clicks. And well, with, maybe it helped you throwing to Jamar Chase and Justin, Justin Jefferson. Jefferson. And you got Terrence Marshall. Yeah, yeah. And you got Randy Malson. You, you got Clyde Edwards-Alaire. You, you got did. the best offensive line. Yep. But, Skip, he put it together. 60 touchdown passes, number one overall pick. This is and, the greatest season I, I've oh, ever yeah, seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, and he hasn't looked back. Uh, I'm not so sure he's not the second best quarterback. I'm not saying I would. I, is there's not Patrick Mahomes might be the only guy currently that I would take over Joe Burrow. Yeah. Um, but Skip, I think the thing is, if you look at the line now, Chiefs was started out as two and a half point favorite. Now they're one and a point half point dog. That's four points. Can you imagine the money that's been bet on Cincinnati to get it to move four points? But even for it to move four points, what that must have happened? A significant injury to a major player. Sure. There's no major, more major player yep. in the game than Patrick Mahone, and he has a high ankle sprain. I also think the other half of that equation is watching what happened at Buffalo last yeah. Sunday. But let me ask you a question. If Patrick Mahone was not hurt, do you think that line would have moved? Not hurt, they would have opened as a three-point favorite at home, and it would have stuck right there. Okay. Because you get around three right. for home field, and I think that's what it would have been. But Mahomes is playing in his fifth AFC championship yep. game, his fifth one at home, chance to get, uh, go to a, a Super Bowl. He's going to be the MVP. Um, that ankle is bo- uh, bothered him. I don't think it'll be as bad as it was the second half of that ball game. He'll get a lot of rest. He'll get a little medicine in that thing. Um, but for me, Skip, I'm still taking – I'm still taking – Patrick Mahomes. Before I launch, okay. allow me to say about both these young men, 
they're both really good kids to <laughs> yeah. me, and they're still kids to me, but but they they handle themselves yes. correctly, mm-hmm. and they represent the National Football League to me correctly, and it's a pleasure to watch both of them perform. Yes. This may come down to what's your flavor, you know, what, 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 <laughs> what you what, like to do. Yeah, what, what do you like? What, what do you like to watch? You like to surf or you like yeah. to turf? Yeah, it's like that. I'm all about Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. I would take him going forward. <clears throat> and my body of work so far is 3-0 and against Patrick Mahomes because he, he plays, he maxes his ability out against Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes has more overall talent than Joe Burrow has because he's got a bigger arm. I'm not saying he's more athletic, but, but it's maybe, maybe a tick maybe. more athletic. Yeah. Just maybe a tick because I, I think he was a really good shortstop in yeah. baseball and his father was a really good pitcher right. for many, many years. That explains his footwork and the yeah. arm angles in which he throws the ball that from. That is correct. But all I know is these stats scream at me that Joe Burrow went head-to-head with him three times and went 3-0. and now, again, you need a football team around you, and he's right. got one. Yeah. So does Patrick in a lot of ways. But I look at completion percentage in those three games, and it's Burrow 72% to Patrick 67. Nothing wrong with 67, right. but there's something really right with 72. Passing yards in those three games, it's 982 to 757. So he's, he's got him by 130-odd yards. Right. That's 327 a game for those three versus 252 for Patrick. Touchdowns, interceptions, eight to one for Joe Burrow in those games to six to two. Not all bad for no. Patrick, but still eight to one, six to two. And then yards per attempt, nine point one for Joe, seven point five for Patrick. Can I ask you a question? Let's just say for the sake of argument, I'm gonna flip it. I'm gonna have Patrick Mahomes throw against his defense, and I'm gonna have Joe Burrow throw against his defense. How you think it go? So if I put Joe, if I put Patrick Mahomes on Kansas City and he's throwing to Chase and he's throwing to those guys going against Kansas City defense versus Joe Burrow going against Cincinnati's okay. defense throwing to Kelsey and those guys. Does what do Joe you think? Burrow get to throw to Travis Kelsey? Yes, he gets Travis okay. Kelsey. Right. But I get I get but but Patrick Mahomes gets Chase, Higgins, Boyd, and that running game with that two-headed monster with P. Ryan and Mixon. I think Joe Burrow lifts everybody around him. I think they all take on his swagger, his personality, his impact. He just makes plays. Skip, you do you do realize that uh, Pittsburgh said, nah, you know, uh, uh, Juju, go ahead and take that Corvette, Corvette, and take it on down the road. MVS, mm-hmm. Green Bay say, nah, we good over here, bro. You know, Justin. I, I still think he's pretty good. What about Justin Watson? Mm-hmm. Well, Tom Brady said Yeah, that. he said, nah, we good. And, and Patrick Mahomes turned him into a viable candidate. He did. I give you that. But those running backs, whew, they're starting to rise up to Cincinnati's yeah. level. Pacheco was running hot and angry. But, Skip, you do realize that Mixon went to the Pro Bowl last year. I he think did. he going to the Pro Bowl again. No, nah, he didn't make it this year. He didn't make yeah. it this year. No, I love both of them. I yeah. love Piran. I yeah. got two OU guys. Yeah. No, no, they're really good. But, but Kansas City's starting to but, rise to the occasion. Yeah, but I, I, still, I still give the slight nod. Uh, I don't know if, if, if Edward Valera, I know they activated him off the IR. I don't know if he played in the game. I didn't get an opportunity. I, I didn't see him play. Yeah. I didn't see him play in the game. I'm okay. not saying that he didn't play. I didn't see him play. You want Andy Reid calling your plays or you want the young Zach guy? In... I want Andy. Yep. Okay. So that's a big but advantage. It, but, it, but, it, but it's, it's Skip, you got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he one of the most self-drivers. You don't got them self-driving cars, Skip, you yeah. don't do nothing. I just pull it up there and it parallel park itself. So it doesn't matter what play you call, <laughs> you parallel, make it, Yeah, parallel. My BMW parallel park mm-hmm. itself. Skip, I got that thing. I can just push, push the button and it back itself up by itself. That's what that guy's Patrick Mahomes. You ain't got the play, you, the play call is unimportant to him. Okay. Call a play. I'll make it work. 
where we part ways is you love the spectacular. You love the globetrotter throws. You love it's the, entertainment, the ain't highlights. What yep. you go to the game, you go to the game with entertainment. There's a reason why they there's a reason why what they do, Skip. They put more emphasis on passing. They spread the field. They ain't want to see no more 10 sevens. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, they don't let your hand check. All yep. that clutching and grabbing, that hard foul, they don't let you do that. You want to get entertained, right? Yep. You want no look, you want sidearm, you want between the legs, you want behind the back. It's coming. I, I got it. Are we sure that behind and the back ain't coming this week? It'll probably come. But <laughs> in the end, that will bite you at this level of NFL football. <laughs> it, it will. He, he's so encouraged to be so dangerously careless with the football that it will come back to haunt you. And I've shown you those two games at Indy and the one at home against Buffalo. He ended with careless interceptions in both games because he's prone to do that right. when you least expect it. You're- Joe Burrow is the flip side of that. He makes all the routine throws look spectacular to me because he just keeps making them and making them just like you, he did at LSU that year. You, you do realize that Joe Burrow had more interceptions than Patrick Mahomes mm-hmm. on fewer and fewer and fewer touchdowns. This year. Yeah. Yeah. Last year, too. Joe got off to a pretty rocky okay, start that, this that, year. That, that, that ain't got nothing to do with Mahomes, boy. Yeah. Okay. But you saw what Joe Burrow did to Buffalo at Buffalo. Yeah. Yes. It, it was... You, you Pavarotti at the Melbourne uh, oh, 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 Opera House. Right? Sydney Opera House. Sydney Opera House. <laughs> it was sensational because, to me, he's a better Cooper Rush because what I loved about Cooper Rush as opposed to Dak Prescott is he just kept efficiently making the play that was called for. Oh, he's open. Just throw it to him. Even if you need to throw it farther down the field, Cooper Rush has an underrated arm. So does Joe Burrow. He can wing it when he needs to wing right. it. He can put mustard on it when he needs to, or he can throw it soft when he needs to. It depends who's open fastest and how you need to deliver the ball to them. Obviously, Patrick has a much bigger arm, but Joe Burrow knows how to play quarterback a little better than Patrick does. It's just IQ, it's vision, it's it's feel, it's command, it's poise. He, he has a better overall command of the position to me than Patrick does. Patrick gets away with arm talent and shortstop talent that, that, that he can just lean on it and rely on it. And Patrick takes my breath away when he lumbers for, for yards down the field because once he he's gets sprinting. going. Huh? He's sprinting. Well, well he, he, he's faster than you think yeah. he is. He ain't just the field. No, no. <laughs> but but he's faster than but you think. Works. And he's just so, you know what he is? He's just an athlete yeah. as a competitor. Mm-hmm. He knows how to compete at the highest level. Joe Burrow can't match that. But when Joe Burrow takes off from the packet, his uh, pocket, his acceleration yeah. is, is shocking to me because he, whatever speed he's got, he will hit it immediately. Yeah, well, he definitely he, – he killed him a couple of times last year. He did. Getting, getting first downs on third down plays. He kept the clock. You remember that skip against Alabama? That was his Heisman moment. They had him. They thought he was about to get him off the field. And he takes off for 19 oh. yards on like a third and 12. I remember. And that was the ball game. At Tuscaloosa. Yeah, Tuscaloosa. So he's, he has that ability. And that's something that, you know, these young guys have that the veteran quarterbacks don't do anymore. I mean, Tom, there are some times that Tom might have could have. Tom have. ain't getting no 10 yards no. anymore, Skip. <laughs> he no. not. No, I agree. So in the end, going forward, longer term, I'm taking Joe Burrow. And I'll let you have Patrick. Yeah, I got Patrick. You know my homeboy only one year older than he is. Only one year. Okay, I got it. But but the youngster is three and zero. About to about to be two MVPs and two Super Bowls up on him too. Yeah, you think so? 
Mm-hmm. So we're going to have some do on this game. Yeah, we'll but I'm going to need the points. I'm no, going to need like three points. need the points. The man got a, the man got a hurt ankle. The man me? in the cast right now. Oh, come on. You saw him play the second half. Yeah, I did. You, I you said it. it was extraordinary. It was extraordinary. It was Willis Reed. Come back to life. Man, you saw the man hobbling, huh? Skip. Okay. The man, they're like Captain Hook. Jumping around. Come, on. Okay. Come, come. All right. Okay. So you're going to give me three? It's Arrowhead. Okay. Okay. They so. went there last year and beat him at Arrowhead. Joe Burrow on the road again. You say you say Buffalo beat him at Arrowhead. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll take Joe Burrow straight up. No. You are, I'm gonna I, get the I point. mean, look at the odds on your side. He's beaten him three straight times. Exactly. At some point. No, ain't no some point. Who yeah. said that? Huh? Who said at some point? Well, the odds are way in Mahomes' favor, right? Mm-mm. Okay. I'll take Joe Burrow. We'll talk about it on Friday. Okay. I'm gonna need them three though. Okay. What if the line moves up further? We gotta what if get it goes a do bet on this before the weekends. You do know oh, that, we don't right, get guys? Yeah. I mean, he ain't got no You're more teams in the playoffs, something. so, yeah, I mean, he don't want to bet anymore. He's Tampa gone, Dallas gone. He's just sick. Well, wait a second. All of your teams are gone a long time ago. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. My homeboy's still there. You, you had the Rams and the Chargers. What about Kyle? I mean, oh. I've been knowing Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That Kyle, if I it know somebody for 30 years. You know, You're getting count. way off track here. You can we're, claim we're, it We're going to wrap this segment up. <laughs> I am curious how that Bengals O-line holds up because the last two times these two have played each other, Chiefs have only gotten to Joe Burrow twice. Exactly. That could be critical come mm-hmm. this weekend. All right, gentlemen, will we see the Packers trade Aaron Rodgers this offseason? Mm. Mm. What is the future in Green Bay? Let's discuss that on the other side of this break. just might be on the move. According to reports, both the Packers and Rodgers view a trade as a very real possibility if the right package comes along. Shannon, prediction time. Can you see Rodgers being traded? I don't because I don't see the compensation and then the salary skip. I mean, Peter King is reported they're going to want at least two first-round picks, and you're going to have to pay $60 million. Now, Skip, if that was Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow, I would have no problem giving up two first-round picks because I'm going to have them for the next 10 years. But you're not going to have Aaron Rodgers for that length of time. So let's just say for the sake of argument, you have him two more years. I think that's too much of a compens- too big of a, a package yeah. to give up two first-round picks. And who knows? Hell, he might retire at the end of the from year one. He might. And then what? So with that being said, Skip, I just don't I don't see it happening, but I don't see him retiring either. Now, maybe somebody say, we'll, we'll give you a two and a three. Maybe the Jets will be able to do that because they, they could absorb that cap because they believe they have a team that's ready to compete for a title right now, mm-hmm. especially defensively. I love Garrett Wilson. I love, you know, the guys they have at the receiving position, yep. running back uh, Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. If you can come back healthy off that knee injury. But I, I, don't, I don't see it, Skip. But every year we – how many times are we going to go through this in the offseason? Now, damn it, we don't been going through this since I've been on this show. Seven Almost years. seven years. Seven years. Every year is about Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Really or won't he? Mm-hmm. We've done seven football seasons, so is, here is we he, are. Is he going to go? Is he going to stay? Yeah. What, what's, what's really going on? Now, I'm tired of this. At some point in time, we got to stand firm. Aaron flamed out again yep. and stopped trying to move the ball to like, oh, he's going to get traded. I don't know what Aaron's going to do. He's going to take some time off. He needs to, you know, recalibrate. It's been a long season. It's always something. But I'll tell you what it hasn't been for the last seven seasons. Us talking about the Green Bay Packers and Super Bowl champ. Mm-mm. That hasn't happened. And so, and, and even Gronk said, bro, why are you talking about MVPs? 
Why are you not talking about championship? Even Gronk bought that up like, I think that's odd. That a man said he can win another MVP, but ain't mentioned nothing about no title. Yep. I, I don't see it happening, but hey, this is what Aaron wants. He wants the speculation. He likes uncertainty. As Jerry word, he likes the ambiguity. Ambiguity. Yep. <laughs> that, that comes along with him. Jerry calls it tolerance for ambiguity. <laughs> so, I mean, probably Aaron probably has a no trade, no trade deal. So he'd have to. So he'd have to waive that. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As sick and tired as you are of him, I believe that organization is also even more sick and tired of him. That's why this story is out there, because they want it open for business, right. that they are open to, to listening right. to whatever offer you would come up with. The problem is he's 39 years of age. Yeah. He's a handful, to put it mildly, yeah. and everybody sees how, how diva he can get. Mm-hmm. And so some teams might say, well, we'll take him off your hands at 50 million and 50 million for the next two years, but we're not going to give you much of anything. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I use the Amari Cooper example, not that Amari's Aaron Rodgers, but, but Cleveland finally said, well, we'll take on the 20 million that you owe. Yeah, but we ain't going to give you yeah, no, we'll, a whole we'll, lot of we'll draft capital. We're going to give you a fifth rounder for him. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, we'll do that. And right. Jerry said, I want to get out from under. Right. Well, if they want to get out from under – they're going to have to take way less than two first rounds. Oh, yeah, you're not getting two first rounders for him. Okay. So I'm just going to throw this back out there again. You can say I'm playing fantasy football. I'm sick and tired of Dak Prescott. I believe they're <laughs> sick and tired of Aaron Rodgers. So let's, let's swap problems, quote, unquote. Well, well you, got, you got a okay. quarterback in Green Bay. You got Jordan Love. Okay. Dak is a more proven commodity, obviously, than Jordan Love. And as you continue to groom Jordan Love, you would have Dak to be his mentor. But but a lot of people love Dak Prescott. A lot of people look at the numbers and say, boy, he, he puts up top five offensive numbers Are we every saying year. Green Bay love Dak Prescott? Because here's the thing. You're going to need somebody to love Dak Prescott as much as the Cowboys love Dak Prescott. Now, what you got is 39 versus 29 because Dak is still 29 years Correct. of age. So Aaron has turned 39 on whatever it was, December the 5th or whatever Mm -hmm. is early December. But the point is, there are times I look at him, he looks older for his age than Brady does in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So so he's weathered. He's sort of weather beaten because he's had a hard run up there. And it's gotten worse and worse. He's 7-9 and now since they won. Brady might have went to one of those rejuvenate centers. Yeah, he did. I don't know. (laughs) Wellness. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So my point is, that the Dak Aaron thing makes sense to me, even though I'm playing fantasy football, because the salaries match up, the cap hits cap match, hits up. match up. Well, you could just you, you could you could just swap out. You but, don't, go, but don't you think Skip? They want to look at Jordan Love because well, here's the thing: the further you I, kick, I, I don't know that. I, I hear that they like him, yeah. but I don't think they love him. But I thought that he came in and he spent the ball really, really well. He kind of had a little throwing motion, kind of like Aaron Rodgers. Now, I'm not I, saying I he, liked it. every yeah. time I've seen him, except for the game last Kansas year, he City. struggled. He struggled. Yeah. But that was a hard. But Skip, I'm not. I'm not. And you say sometimes yeah. like, he spend. You know, he has an arm angle. He threw the ball. You say he's gonna be Aaron. No, I'm not saying that. Yeah. But I don't think anybody when they first saw Aaron Rodgers saw Aaron Rodgers gonna be Aaron Rodgers when he came in and backed up uh, 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 Brett Favre when he got hurt. Well, nobody said, "Oh, that guy's about to be transcended. That guy's gonna win four MVPs. He's gonna win a Super Bowl." Ain't nobody thought well, that they when they did saw have him. to rebuild the whole Jeff Tedford delivery yeah, right. from Cal. Okay. Okay. So you've asked the best question here. What's the flip of this? Is Aaron amenable 
to starting over at age 39 right. because it's hard, man, and yeah. the pressure ratchets up Absolutely. and you go somewhere as the savior. Yes. Oh, you're going to save it. You're going to yeah. turn us around. Yeah. So if he, let's do the hypothetical. If he comes to America's team, well, we're going to say, here we go, man. Yeah. Because you have killed us. You're eight and two against us. You're two and oh in playoff games against mm-hmm. us. You played way better against us than, than you could argue the whole rest <laughs> of the NFL. Right. Except, except for that Chicago. One. Yeah, except <laughs> Chicago. I own Chicago. Yeah. Well, you've owned Dallas more yeah. than Chicago. So would you come to Dallas and still own Dallas? You, yeah, first of all, you, now all of a sudden you got somebody bigger than Jerry. Aaron Rodgers is going to be bigger than Jerry. He's Aaron Rodgers. He's a quarterback. You know what comes with that. Yeah. I, I don't think he's like Brady who would come in and just take over everything and ta- change the whole offense. Well, you got to – he's going to want – Skip, he ain't really trying to run – I mean, normally when quarterbacks, what did Denver do when they got Peyton? Whatever, Peyton, you run everything. Thank the you. meetings, the, the walkthroughs, everything. Peyton, that's you. Brady, what, what, what system you? Brady, that's you. How can you not? Exactly. So <laughs> you have to cater to him. Okay. I don't know if you have to do that to Aaron Rodgers because. You think you're going to have him learn a new, a whole, an no, entirely not, new not system? A whole in- new system, but. He's, he's operating more on arm talent than Peyton or Brady ever yeah. thought about because they're doing it with their head. Right. He's doing it with his arm. Mm-hmm. He's doing it off-platform. He's doing sidearm. He's, it, it's Mahomesian, yeah. except he was doing it way before Mahomes was doing it. And he's still got a big-time arm. Yes, he does. we saw f- flashes of that all last year. But the point is it would be up to him to want to wanna clear the decks in his head and start fresh with a very good football team, but with high expectations. Do you really want that on your head at age 39 and 40? Right. Uh, again, I would take, because right here, right now, I'm telling you, I would have a better chance to go farther in the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers next year than Dak Prescott. I sure? just believe that. I, I believe Because they've been flaming out about the same. I, I got it. Because here's the thing, Skip. For, for the last three years, Aaron Rodgers is better than Houdini. He's better than Copperfield, Chris Angel. He's better. Because guess what? He's got us talking about trade scenarios and not that stinker against the Lions. He was a stinker. And guess what he did last year? Well, I don't know. <laughs> you know, I'm going to take some time to myself. That and, stinker against Jimmy G. Yeah, right? and, and, and the, the year, year after before. that. Well, I think, you know, I think I proved a lot of people wrong because a lot of people didn't think I could do it anymore. <laughs> and I won an MVP. But we didn't talk about how he gagged against Tampa Bay. So three consecutive years, he, he's misdirected us. Okay, I got in it. In plain sight. All right. I will change the subject then to the young man who is effectively holding in for the Baltimore yeah, Ravens, Ravens right okay. now. Would I take Lamar Jackson over Dak Prescott next year? You better believe I would. He's just a better football player than Dak is. Okay. He's more trustable. He, he's mentally tougher. Right. He's physically tougher. I'll just take him. Oh, yeah. Okay. But the problem is, could, could you – is there a trade to be made there? Sure there is. The problem is then you acquire Baltimore's issue, which is, are you going to pay him? Like Jerry, w- w- you, you want to give him, what's he want, 250 guaranteed yep. million, okay, for five years? Yep. Would you do it? Jerry's not Jerry said he that. overpaid $160 million, let alone add another $100 million to that. So that's the problem. That, that's got a big if attached right. to it because he is unsigned. Right. But with Aaron – you know exactly what you're getting into. With Russell Wilson, Denver knew exactly what it was getting into, right? right? Because it was going to have to do it. Right. And here we go. Right. And now they did it. Yeah. And they did did it to themselves. And they're like, what you, how are you going to spend our money before we even get here? <laughs> you spent our money. We did. We, we ain't even right yet. The, the ink wasn't dry yet on the contract that we had signed with the Bowling family and, and, and the, the trust. 
And here you are that gave out two hundred plus million dollars out cheese. Okay. Well, it happened, and yeah. you're stuck with it. We now. stuck. Okay. We stuck. All right. And it's very possible that Green Bay is stuck with Aaron Rodgers because just last offseason they gave him a big new deal. Yeah. They had no prenup. Okay. So you stuck. No, you are you, way you, stuck. You ain't got no prenup. You stuck. You got a bunch of money. Yeah. You made a bunch of money while you were married. Okay. Well, they can have Dak Prescott if they want. Nah, nah. We, they good. Yeah. But you make it seem like Aaron Rodgers be going deep in the playoffs every year. No, I, I didn't say that. I'm just – Aaron Rodgers would have played better at San Francisco than Dak Are we played. sure? We saw him go out there against Jimmy G and got, got rolled. He, he got well, hell, he was at home against Jimmy G just a year before. And he looked just like just like Dak looked on Sunday. He looked like that a year ago on that cold Saturday night against uh, 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 the Jimmy G and the 49ers. Okay. You remember, he scored – at least Dak got 12. He got 10. Yep. Better throw the football. Oh, there's no question about right. that. All right. I, I need, I'm desperate, man. I need to change my scenery. I need, need to start fresh. Which one going to point the finger more? Is his fault? He did this. He didn't do that. Okay. If you told me I could get one of those rookie quarterbacks in this coming draft, just pick yeah, one. Yeah, get one up. Okay, but I'm just saying, it, it, next year you have to start over and hope you got it right. You got that. You stuck okay. with that for another year. Well, I'm afraid I'm stuck with Dak for more than a year. Okay, yeah, I mean, he might he yeah. might come out there, you know, tell it. Might yeah. win the division, might yeah. go 15-2 next year. Then what you going to do? Somebody we know thinks that he might just bounce back and, and come with a chip on his shoulder next year and, and roar back after a whole offseason of media criticism on his head. Who, Dak? Yeah. That we might going to come back, huh? Mm. He had it last year, how did it come work out for it? It didn't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you just love it that I'm if, stuck if with it. If the him. Cowboys uh, were. You a Cowboy fan, so you stuck with them. Yeah. Mm. Skip, if your Cowboys were hypothetically to get Aaron Rodgers, would you get a Dallas Aaron Rodgers jersey and wear it? <laughs> yes, I would. 12 in metallic oh, blue. I'd love to see Guess that. Guess what? Nah, you, know, you ain't getting that jersey. There ain't no 12 in metallic blue. Mm. That's Roger Starback number. That thing ain't coming down. Forgot about that. Yeah. Whoa, Good no. Point, Shannon. Yeah. How about a All right, gentlemen, it's not no, just quarterback questions this offseason. Ezekiel mm. Elliott, ooh, would he take a discount to remain mm. with Dallas? That's a good question. He's working on securing a spot on the Cowboys roster next season, it <sighs> sounds like. It looks Skip like and it. Shannon mm. dive in when we come back. Ezekiel Elliott wants to remain in Dallas next season. Reportedly, he's willing to take a pay cut to make it happen. Zeke currently has a cap hit of nearly $17 million for next season. Shannon, what do you think? Is Zeke back in Dallas next year on sale? Zeke knows the, the, the writing is on the wall, Skip. Mm-hmm. The production has dipped every single year for the every last year. four years. Yep. Um, well, they're really the last seven, uh, all seven. <laughs> it's gone to yards rushing per game. has yeah. gone down every year. And he knows he can't stay on the roster at that salary with this kind of production. Mm. Um, but they can't release him, Skip, because it's going to be like $16 million against the cap. And then if you, unless, you know, June, a June um, 1st designation uh, would save you only $5 million. So the question is, what's a, a, an amenable salary? And I, I, I think Zeke just built a home in Dallas, the Dallas area, close to where they have their, their, their facility. Yep. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want to go start over again. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his home. Yep. Skip, we know how Jerry feel about the guys he draft. That's his, those are his babies. Yep. With the exception of Dak, he did draft Dak. But whatever, for whatever reason, 
I don't know if he couldn't really put his arms around Dak or Dak always kept him at an arm's length. But for whatever reason, it doesn't, it doesn't seem like no. Jerry has embraced him or he's in, embraced Jerry like Jerry has all the other drafted players he has in his tenure. True. That, maybe, Skip, maybe I'm just reading too much into it. No, but I that's think just, you're right. That's what it looks I, I like get those from vibes. the outside. Okay, yep. from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. But Skip, he was at a, a career worst. 231 attempts, 876 yards, 3.8 yards a carry. I think the last six games, last four or six games, he's having less than three yards a carry. And a career worst, worst, 17 catches for 92 yards. All that points, pay cut, pay cut, pay cut, pay cut, pay cut, pay cut. Mm. But how low of a pay cut? How low? I mean, are we talking $5 million, Skip? I mean, can, can you do $5 million? I think Zeke would do $5 million uh, to stay in Dallas. But, I, even, but even after that year, Skip, I don't know how much Zeke has in the tank, Skip. I really don't. He, he, he's never been elusive. He's never been Barry Sanders. He's never been Emmitt Smith. Zeke is a run-to-contact player. And I think that's taken a lot of him. And now he got that big old knee brace on. You really ain't going nowhere. So I, I just, yeah, the pay cut's coming. I believe, I, I say I'm 65% assured that he's going to come back, but at a much, uh, uh, much reduced rate than what currently right now. As you know, I used to love this man. Yes, you did. I had his picture on my nightstand. Still do. But to your point, he came in and led the league as a rookie in yards rushing per game, mm-hmm. 109 a game. Yeah, and he missed year. the last game, half, six, over 60 on a yard. Yeah, next year, led the whole league in yards rushing per game, 98. Next year, fell off a little bit to 96, and then 85, and then 65, and then 59. And this year, a slight drop off to 58 yards rushing per game. But your point about 876 total yards, it ranked 22nd in the NFL. Yeah, you can't have the 22nd numbers, but the number one salary. (laughs) It doesn't doesn't compute. Yards per rush, career low 3.8 this year. Yards per touch, including those few meager catches, 3.9 career low. 28 years of age on July 22nd. Damn, he seemed older than that. I know. But he came in young. Well, you better just think it's giving you running backs like dog years. You know, they're a lot older than they appear. This team and its quarterback love this man. Yeah. And they love him in the locker room. And he has he's become a warrior, fighting spirit. He, he's a warrior. Mm-hmm. And weirdly, he had some of the off-the-field issues early on, but he seems to have cleaned that up. Not another peep not out of him. Not another peep out of him for a long, long time. And nothing but good emanating from the locker room about he's our guy and we need him in the locker room. So that's what he has going for him. And if he will take a severe pay cut, I guess there's a chance he's going to come uh-huh. back. And by the way, may I add, for his sake and maybe our sake, like like Cowboy Nation's sake, I hope that the last play at San Francisco wasn't his last play oh, as a Dallas Cowboy. Can we see that? Because Fred what, what was this? The, the all-time dump truck where he has to snap the ball? What, what are you doing? And he just gets run over. And, and so does Cavante Turpin get dump trucked by Jimmy <laughs> Ward. What, what exactly is the idea? Who, I, I want to do, okay, who diagrammed this play, Skip? Who, who called him and said, you know what we're going to do? We're going to let Zeke snap the ball. We're going to put offensive linemen out, split them out like, like, like wide okay. receivers. I guess Kellen Moore came up with it, but I don't know that. That was not going to be able to do that. Okay, Cavante Turpin was the USFL MVP. Guess how many passes he caught during the regular season? One, one. for nine yards. One ball for nine yards. 
and now you're going to throw it to him to initiate the lateraling, Lateral. right? Yeah, with lateral. I, I guess you're going to lateral, and then somebody he's going to catch it, and then he's going to lateral, and somebody's going to get behind the lineman. I guess, but you actually need to lateral to him because he's the fastest guy on the team. So if you're going to have anybody break away, you want him to break away. Except Jimmy Ward comes up and says, well, I'm going to cover him. Right. And, and as soon as the ball touches his fingertips, he gets <laughs> annihilated. And, and it was the saddest, most embarrassing, humiliating way to end a football game that was sad enough on its own Yeah, that merit. was one of the worst plays. Kim, you remember when uh, uh, I think it was ended on that Sunday night game against yeah. the Patriots? They had all the people out, and they snapped the ball, and, and they, they got <laughs> – he got killed. He's like, killed. Why, would, why would you why do, would you do that? I'm looking I, at this. I'm like, hold on. I'm like, what is this? What are you doing? Like, what, is, what did they hope that? But, Skip, I'm just trying to figure out. Did you see who the guy he was supposed to lateral it to? Dak took off. He's going to let Skip look at this. Look at Dak. He's running. Yep. He's going to lateral it to Dak. to Dak. I don't know. I think I could outrun Dak right now. Is he going to throw it, like overhand throw it across the field lateral? Like, is that what Dak's going to do? Man. I don't know if y'all ever see anybody with these laterals, but the guys will be getting creamed. They get because Jamit. Yep. No, I agree. <laughs> so my point is, I hope that wasn't Zeke's last Dallas Cowboy play because yeah. what, a, what a humiliating way to go into the sunset. <laughs> but help me out here. Help me out. As much as I do still love this man, if, if they do cut him, if they just send him on his way and take the captain. I already know what you're going to okay, say. Will anybody else give him it. a shot? Would, would anybody – you've been watching him. You watched him all year because you're forced to watch my yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. It's hard to watch. It's just like one yard in a cloud of dust, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And, and how many none-yard gains do I have to watch? Yeah. Because they hand it to 21, and he just runs into a brick wall, yeah. and, and he can't move the brick wall. Well, history said, and I told you this, Skip, a couple of years ago, I said history says we've seen the last best Zeke Elliott. You, you were correct. I said, well, I, I yeah. mean, you go back and study running backs yeah. and that once they get to a certain age, especially they get – it's not so much age, as carries. Yeah, okay, because this year I, I, I went into it expecting this was a contract year, even though it's not really. Right. But, but he knows the handwriting is all over the yeah. locker room wall. Yeah. You better you – better He's trying to get something. out front. He's I'm trying to get out in front of it, Skip. Yeah, I mean, you know, I thought about it. I'm willing to take a you know, pay cut. I got a nice home here in Dallas. I love it here in Dallas. But like I said, Skip, I don't know – if he's going to make it 10 years in the league. This will be, I think the next year will be year eight. I don't see him getting two more years, Skip. Not, not, at, not at the production. Like I said, and we've never seen a running back have this precipitous fall, decline, and all of a sudden bounce back. But it's – I agree with you. I don't know if outside of Dallas. I don't know if he can find a home, Skip. I mean, you've brought the point up, Buffalo needs a running back. Well, do they need that running no, back? No, no, hell no. They just don't. No. I mean, how would anybody say he's going to make us a lot better? Right. And plus, the Buffalo, they throw to their running backs. Yeah. I mean, 17 catches for 92 yards. What's that doing for me, Skip? He used to really be able to catch. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think he had a couple of 50-catch seasons, if I'm yep. not mistaken. The only thing he's got going for him is he will jack you up on pass oh, yeah. protection. And he, he has he's fumbled. Except when, he's, when he's, except when he's the center. When he's the center. And he got <laughs> jacked up. But he's only fumbled once on his last 532 touches. He used to be a fumbler when he was a rookie. Yeah. They had to take him out of the game at Washington when yeah. he was a rookie, but now he doesn't fumble anymore. Well, guys, guys, Skip, normally guys that, that, that fumble a lot, they have speed. Adrian Peterson used to fumble a lot. He did. But Zeke, <laughs> Zeke's so slow right now, Skip, he, he don't get a chance to do this. He, 
No, that's true. So he's not swinging the ball away from his body because he ain't moving that fast. Well, as I kept saying, he held out in Cabo, and then he came back with his new deal and looked like he was running in Cabo sand because that's what he was doing, running yeah. Cabo sand. He hadn't been the same. He's gotten slower every year. It's just hard on it, your eyes, and it's hard on my heart to watch him. Yeah, I can imagine. Man. I will always remember Zeke Elliott with hit that dive into the Salvation Army kettle mm-hmm. around Christmas time. That's my. When he did that, with that, he ain't diving in no kettle right. anytime <laughs> soon. <laughs> Probably not. Probably wise not to as well. I think that cost him a pretty penny. All right, Josh Allen, guys, do you think he was playing hurt during this last playoff Man. run? Let's discuss that when Undisputed returns. an elbow injury back in a week nine loss to the Jets. He admitted yesterday it lingered the rest of the season. Take a listen. There was a, a period obviously right after for a few weeks where, you know, um, it was pretty bothersome, but again, it didn't affect me all that much. Um, just kind of felt like Maybe I was trying to throw it a little differently mechanically. I had to change a few things um, and, and got away a little bit from, um, you know, how I how I use how I'm used to throwing the ball, and uh, that's just kind of a byproduct of that. But again, it didn't didn't affect me too much. All right, Shannon, digest this one. Shannon, was that a legitimate excuse from Josh Allen? No, hell no. Elbow wasn't the reason you lost. You lost to a better team. They just outplayed you. Now, I remember in week 15 when he did four touchdowns and 304 yards, four touchdowns, zero against an interception against Miami, and nobody mentioned no elbow. <laughs> week 18, what about against the pass, uh, Skip? He threw for 254, three touchdowns, and one interception. Ain't nobody mentioned no elbow. See, when you start talking about the elbow now, people are looking at you like, oh, is you using that as an excuse? Because when you had seven touchdowns over uh, uh, 200 and uh, 300, no, 558 uh, yards, ain't nobody mentioned nothing about no uh, elbow. And look, and I get it. He's like, you know, everybody needs rest. You play six, 17 games, you're going to need rest. I, I played 16, Skip, and after the season, I ain't do anything for a month. I ain't doing no running. I ain't doing no lifting. I'm giving my body as much time as I possibly can I to it. recover. That yeah. is a physical game that we play, yeah. a violent game that we violent. play. But look, Skip, I mean, Buffalo essentially had really two good drives that entire game. But I never got the sense, even when the score was 17-7 and they were I never got the sense that they were going to win this game. Mm. I mean, Cincinnati, from the, from the word go, damn, that's a better team today. Yep. Ain't got nothing to do with Josh Allen's arm, Skip. I'm sorry. Mm. And, and I hate that he brought it up. Because I don't really think he was trying to use it as an excuse. But I think some people will hear it. I think the people in Cincinnati, I think their players are going to say, so now it was your elbow. That's why we went in there and beat the brakes off you. Mm-hmm. So what about your defense? Were their elbows hurt too? <laughs> I am so with you on this. But I have never been sold on Josh Allen from day one. Right. And this really disturbs me right. for his sake. This is the classic non-excuse excuse Mm -hmm. where you keep saying that it didn't affect me all that much, but it did affect me. But it did. Okay. And he he goes on to say, just kind of felt like maybe I was trying to throw it a little differently mechanically. Had to change a few things after how I'm used to throwing the ball. 
that's just kind of a byproduct of that. But again, it didn't affect me too much. Well, I, I don't want to hear any of that. Right. I, I'm sorry. Nobody wants to hear any of that. And it feels like from a distance that the Buffalo Bills of Sean McDermott, because I had the, the highest regard for them. Remember when they came in on Thanksgiving Day and did in my Dallas Cowboys? Yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah, they, yeah. They Demol- did, demolition job. Hey, yeah. they, they did to my Cowboys what Cincinnati just did to them up Correct. there. It was a wipeout from start to finish. They were just better. And the whole theme postgame was Sean McDermott has changed the culture, and here they come. And, and it was a team built the right way on solid rock. And all of a sudden, starting with the wide receiver and the quarterback, that they, they feel like they're unraveling because they were under so much pressure yeah. this year. They were the preseason favorite to win it all. Because of expectations. Expectations were through the roof they don't have yeah. up in Buffalo. You, you- because, again, remember the last two years you got to the divisional round, you lost to a red hot. I mean, the, the way you lost that game, you had 13 seconds. All you had to do, Skip, is hold on for 13 seconds. Patrick Mahomes gets you and gets him in field goal range. He gets the ball, and yep. you lose the game. And this was supposed to be your year because, remember, they opened up on the Monday, a Thursday. Thursday. Thursday I came out with that, that game. And, and I say, Skip. That was it. They there did they a are. demolition job yep. on the Rams. Little yep. did we know the, that, of a, that foretold of things it to come about the Rams. Rams. Okay. But – Nah, you because Skip, and the thing is, is that when you say something like this, people are going to perceive it. Not that much. Well, if it didn't impact you that much, why you mention it? That is correct. Just go ahead and take this L in the offseason, right. rest your body up, go you know, Wyoming or wherever you're going to go to yep. recover, and just come back and, and, and try to be better and not let what happen. Because this game, Cincinnati dominated. You had 13 rushing for 39 yards. You have 11 first down on your two scoring drives, but seven on the other six possessions. They dominated you, bro. They, they dominated you. Yeah, they're, they're going to have to learn how to lose because they, yeah, they've never I mean, had to learn yeah. how to lose this yeah. way. Because the thing was, Skip, you're like, well, man, we were so close. If we had got the ball first, we would have won. There at no point in time did anybody think Buffalo was going to win that game on Sunday. Mm-hmm. When Cincinnati got the ball and went right down the field, ain't nobody like, man, but watch Buffalo. Yeah, watch Buffalo go three and out, watch Cincinnati get the ball and go back down the field. And it's 14 and <laughs> Exactly. Yep. All right, guys, moving on. The Patriots, are their latest hires going to fix their offensive woes? We'll discuss that in just a moment. Changes in New England. The Patriots reportedly bringing back Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator. Don't forget, he spent 2007 and 2011 in New England. Most recently, he's been with Nick Saban at Alabama. Offensively, the Patriots were outside the top 25 this season in yards per game, first down percentage, and third down conversion rate. Shannon, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much of a difference will Bill make for the Zero. Patriots? Zero. Zero. I, Skip, I, what did I tell you? Who did I tell you? I said, he going to go. He ain't going outside his circle. No. So he going to go get somebody that he know he's very familiar with. And he go, Coach Saban, you're not going to miss him. He went and got Bill O'Brien from uh, uh, from Alabama. Skip, look, Tom Brady, he the only offensive coordinator. Tom Brady ain't win no Super Bowl under. That's and a good point. There ain't no coincidence. Yeah. There ain't no coincidence. Yeah. He, every, other, every other coordinator he had, he got a Super Bowl. Multiple. He got zero with him. Mm. In the divisional round against, uh, 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 he's the Houston, Texas head coach. Had an opportunity to go up 28-0. He did. 
Scope, now he kicks the field goal, go up 24. Mm-hmm. This is what he said after the game. After the game, he said, I didn't have a play that I liked. Then he later admitted, hell, I didn't even know it was fourth down. Mm. And that's what, that's what you got called to play. Remember, Skip, they drafted Sean Watson. They traded him getting to Sean Watson. But what he didn't do, he started Tom Savage. Tom Savage is so bad, he started Deshaun in the second half. I don't know what he was expecting with a last name like Savage. You already know he's going to be some bull-jiving quarterback. Mm. Guess who he signed? Brock Osweiler. Mm. Game 72 million. Mm-hmm. And then guess who he traded? Traded D-Hop for a running back. Man, Brock Osweiler lasted longer than ship, uh, in Houston and Skipper in the military. Mm-hmm. And Skipper didn't go to the military. Mm-hmm. He, he terrible. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Skip, I was long-winded. He terrible. And he ain't going to make no difference. Mm-hmm. Yet another example of a man that Tom Brady made a whole lot of money for. Yeah. Because he got to go to Penn State and made a lot of money there. And then he made a whole lot of money coaching the Texans because he lasted forever there by his stand, by what he was doing. And ruined him. Yeah, he ruined him. 2014 to 2020, it left them in ruin. Yes, and they they had they having a hard time digging out yep. front of that. So I gotta believe that in their off-season sit-down, that Robert Kraft told Bill Belichick, "You will go outside and hire a real offensive coordinator. No more of this coach pencil business. No, no, no more of Matt <laughs> Joe Patricia Judge. and Joe Judge is the quarterback coach." And to your point, he said, "Okay." I'll go get somebody I think I can kind of control in Bill O'Brien, who was a chip off my block, obviously. So he brought him back into the fold. And I, I still believe that Bill is going to have a lot of input into the offense. Yeah, of course. I, I still believe he was effectively at least vetoing plays this year where he, he did say pass around. Did you pass see the plays? Hell, I'd have vetoed him too. You I would have got mad if you even called him. Yeah. How could you do that? <laughs> You, you, you took a, a defensive coordinator. He had been a head coach in Detroit, but you said he was you, a terrible you one. Run, you run the offense, really? I I felt sorry for the kid quarterback. I did too, man. And they talk about why, why he frustrated. And former players talk about you need to suck it up. You're a team, the Patriot way. Yeah, but y'all ain't have no joker like that. Y'all ain't y'all ain't had a receiver coach calling defensive signals for you guys. No, but you think I'm supposed to be okay at the quarterback with a guy that's never called an offensive play? To call the plays for me, but I'm supposed to be cool with that. When the wide receiver coach call plays for y'all on defense? Good question. And yet, how do you do at Alabama? We had the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, and they did exactly what? Well, they failed, right, by their standards. So you're coming off that to do this. Coach Saban normally, when he has OC, they normally get a suit. They get only get a champ. That's your championship. Mm-hmm. That's what Coach Saban do. Brian Dayball, Sarkeesian, who uh, 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 Michael, Lane Kiffin, Lane Kiffin, McElhaney. Mm-hmm. He got, you know, OC, you go to Alabama, you're going to get one. This joker show up and he ain't getting nothing. Nothing. And he got nothing with Tom Brady. But again, I, I'm just trying to figure out how they keep falling up. I don't know. This joker can fall up, bud. Byron Levin said, I fall down. They fall up. Look at the guy that was at our skip. He was, he was the uh, he was head coach at uh, uh, Arizona, he just got fired. Yeah. He was at he was at Texas Tech. He got fired there. He becomes the oh, uh, 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 offensive coordinator at USC before he even called a play. How about you become the head coach of Arizona? Mm. Huh? How'd he do that? Mm. He was, it wasn't like he, I mean, look at the talent of Alabama guy. Mm. And he, somehow he get he gone, he gone on to the NFL. He the offensive coordinator of the NFL team. Coach Belichick 
is getting exposed. Cliff Kingsbury's the main. No, okay. Cliff, I, I didn't know which way. Yeah, Cliff, Cliff yeah, Kingsbury. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Coach Belichick is getting exposed because he doesn't have Tom Brady. No. Brady was his buffer in the locker room, and, and now he's trying to in, assert himself on the offensive side to say, I can do what Brady did for the offense. Yeah. I can oversee it, and it's getting worse by the snap. People only think you're a genius if you know the answers. Yeah. Well, the answer number 12, he gone. gone. Seems like he, there's a lot of questions that goes unsolved now in New England. Man, I just think they got it uphill battle because it's probably doing their heart good to see Buffalo implode a little bit right, right now. Because but they're still not better than Buffalo. They're not better than Buffalo. As a matter of fact, they're not better than Miami. No, they're not. They they, they fighting right there with the Jets. They are. If the Jets can Get figure a out a quarterback, they're going to be in trouble. They're in the cellar. Yep. They're in the cellar. Yep. I mean, you was able to beat Buffalo. You was able to navigate a lot of this AFC East because you had Tom. When you throw some bull jive out there, Tom could overcome it. He could spray perfume on it and at least make it smell good, even though we know what it was. Yep. Now you ain't got Tom. That's what it is. Yep. Blast from the Those past. Those days are long by. gone in New England. The good old days at Gillette Stadium, huh? Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah. guys, let's move on to the hardwood. Let's. <laughs> the Lakers, let's talk go. a little bit about them. Are they going to get their first win versus the Clippers what? of this season? What you mean first? That's no. next here on first FS1. <laughs> All right, also tonight, the Clippers and Lakers taking each other on in the battle for Los Angeles. The Clippers currently five-point favorites, according to Fox Bet Sportsbook. Shannon, who wins? Well, I mean, right now, LeBron listening to questionable, so we don't even oh, know. Oh, he's got the ankle. Yeah, yeah, you know, ankle sore. He's got ankle every night, it's sore. and then he scores 37. It's sore. Huh, is it really? Yeah. Kind of like Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> nah, nah. It ain't as bad as Patrick Mahomes. Skip, give me the five. Give you the five. Give me the five. It's a Laker home game. Do, do you realize, I'm looking at the standings here, the Lakers are only one back of the Clippers in the loss column. It's 25 to 24. Look, the Clippers have struggled. You think the, Kawhi you, and Paul George have not played together more than like two games. Do you think the uh, the odds makers knew it was a home game for the uh, Lakers when they installed this five-point line? They don't know what they're talking yeah, about. Not, not the odds makers don't know what I'm they're talking about. they sucker people in. Well, I'm trying to get what you, you uh, how about you be my, give me five. Well, I'll tell you what, give me four. What's over the last, what? 12 games, LeBron's averaged like 40 35. a game. 35. 35 a game mm -hmm. since his birthday? No, no, no. You know, that, uh, can, I, can I get the five? Give me four. I take four. I only want the five. Because you're not Vegas. Give me four. You, you got LeBron freaking James. Give He's me the four. king of L.A. He is. Yeah? Right so. Uh, right for I the mean, zone. my guy's wearing New Balance. He is. Right? He is, yeah, but he's fresh. Because he ain't played but two, three games this year. So he really fresh. I know, but but how can you, in those hospital shoes? Yeah. He, play in? I yeah. don't know how he plays in them. I mean, you know, y'all got PG. Y'all got yeah. Powell. LeBron yeah. might not even play. Might not even play. He's got a quote-unquote ankle. He got sore, soreness really? at his ankle, yeah. He, he might have soreness of the Clippers because he's afraid of them. We're not afraid of the Clippers. Really? We ain't afraid of no Clippers. I, I think he is afraid of no them because he's had a hard time against the Clippers. Give me the four. Yeah, Kawhi owns. I tell you Kawhi. what, give me four points. Huh? Give me four. Four? Four points. That's all I want. To a guy who averages 40 points? He averaged. That's still not just because he scores 40 doesn't mean he's going to win. You got Hachimura. <laughs> Come on. You can't even, you can't even say can't that say with a straight face on you. You got Hachimura, you bust out laughing. <laughs> like, 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 I just, like I just got Magic Johnson. Okay. 
I'll give you one point. No, no, four. One point. Four. I, it's your home game. No. It, you realize the, it's going to be purple and gold. Think about this. Wait, are you going to be there? No, nah, I ain't going to be there. If you're going to be there, I got no shot. No, nah, it's hard yeah. for me to go on a weeknight. No, okay. the Friday night, Saturday night, your boy go be, your boy go be there. Right. Skip, give me four points. Give me four coins for one case. Why would for one I case. do that? Just for one like, case. Because I feel sorry for you? Yeah, one case. You've got LeBron James. And, and we, I, I got Kawhi on a when was, When was the last time we beat the Clippers? Two points. I'll give you two right now. Three. Three. Three, you got to be Three, you got to be Three, you got to be You're just like stealing from me. One K for three points. Okay, Jim, we got it. One K for three okay, points. He just steamrolled the bet. <laughs> okay. I All tell right. you what, I wouldn't want to go to an auction with you two. My goodness. Awesome show, guys. Unfortunately, we're out of time, but we'll do it again tomorrow morning.